0: Hey everyone, I'm Alex Cantor. And I'm Lily Rosenthal. Welcome to our podcast, Hot Pastrami. We are coming to you from our favorite booth at Cantor's Deli here in LA. We're going to invite some of our friends to join us for a chat over some matzo ball soup and pastrami
1: sandwiches. So join us for new episodes of Hot Pastrami every week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen to podcasts. See you soon. Bye.
2: Hey. Hey you. (laughs) Yeah you, man. Let me ask you something. You like making great money, right? All right, well, here's a really cool opportunity that I just had to share with you. Driving with Uber. Yeah, Uber. That's right, that popular smartphone app that connects riders with drivers. Heard of it? <laughs> I know you have. You're probably Ubering right now while you listen to the About Last Night podcast. Let me tell you something. I love Uber. I Uber all the time. I take it when I'm trying not to drink and drive. I take it when I'm trying to not waste gas. I take it when I'm just trying to make some new friends. You know why? Because Uber drivers, man, most of them got really interesting stories for why they even started getting involved with Uber in the first place. Let me tell you why Uber drivers love their job. They love being their own boss. They love earning great money. They love how you just need a license and a car to start. That's it, man. Driving with Uber is great for anyone who needs flexibility in their life. Parents, you know why you love Uber? Cuz it's a really easy way to work around your family schedule. Students, you know why you love Uber? Cuz you can make some extra cash in between those classes. Now, the prime time to cash in driving with Uber is right now. Okay, you're going to thank me for telling you how to get paid every week. You got a car, you got a license, boom! Put them both to work for you and start earning serious life-changing money today by signing up to Drive with Uber. Visit drivewithuber.com. That's drivewithuber.com. Drive with Uber.com. Excuse me, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. What's the name of that website one more time? I'll tell you, Tony Danza. It's drivewithuber.com. And now enjoy a brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast with Brad Williams and Adam Ray. Hey everybody, it's Adam Ray for the About Last Night podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing to the show on iTunes, for telling your friends and your family and listening to uh, wherever you listen to the podcast, man. whether it's in your car, at the gym, while you're just standing outside of your ex's window hoping they come out and and uh and take you back however you listen we appreciate it we appreciate all the tweets and the uh, emails you guys have really been uh, stepping it up lately with the reviews too if you haven't done it take two seconds right now before the episode go to itunes rate it five stars give a little comment on the itunes page helps us climb the charts uh so many great episodes coming up really pumped um obviously i'm shooting a movie and uh doing this TBS game show with my friend Eliza Schlesinger right now um, and meeting some cool people that uh, have agreed to do the podcast, which I'm super pumped about. Uh, Brad Williams, of course, is doing the same right now. He's in Montreal, Canada for the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival on some killer shows out there. If you uh, want to see Brad and you're in the Canada area near Montreal, go see him. He's doing uh, one of the shows with Neil Patrick Harris, which uh, I've told him, don't come back unless you get Doogie confirmed on the podcast motherfucker so hopefully that happens um, but again, thank you for listening. And uh, and keep going to aboutlastnightpodcast.com to get past episodes. Keep going to estoymerchandise.com to get all your ALN merch, Ronnie the Quave shirts, Titanic shirts, the straight up ALN shirts, mugs. We got hats coming soon. Estoymerchandise.com, E S T O Y merchandise.com. You guys have been bringing that shit to the shows, and we love it. We'll keep signing them for you. Brad signs a bunch of tits always, male or female, he do not discriminate. Uh, And uh, we appreciate the the support that way. Today's episode is... Man, it's... uh, We've had some of these episodes where they've been both hilarious and inspiring. And this might be the top of those, man. this uh, Our comedian, friend, um, first-time podcast guest is, is the one and only Eric Myers. If you don't know who Eric Myers is, I fucking guarantee you're going to very soon. The guy came to L.A., um... Not more than a year ago, and has kind of taken the scene by storm. Um, he's one of the sweetest dudes you'll meet. A very genuine, humble dude. Been doing comedy ten plus years, and has is just strong. Very few people want to follow him. Um, he opens for Brad because you know Brad does his thing and and likes to have his show be strong all around. And Eric just brings it. His energy is unlike anybody. His uh, his delivery is unlike anybody. The voice that he speaks with that, um, you know, is a little different than his normal speaking voice. He's got a, a little bit of a, a character on stage. Uh, still him, but, you know, it's a heightened version, and it's fucking hilarious, it's unique, and uh, hearing where that came from is really going to kind of blow your mind. His whole story, really, where he started comedy in Maryland to uh, doing a year of college in Florida to moving to L.A. and really dealing with some sobriety issues, living in bushes for a fucking week, and then showing up to the comedy store fucked up getting turned away, and then a year later getting his name written on the wall because he just became a paid regular. It's a fucking banana story. He's a quick dude, he's a funny dude, he's a great dude, and uh, he's destined for stardom, and uh, he's on a, on a great track right now where he's got his shit together, and he couldn't have been a more fun podcast guest. Um, I feel fortunate to uh, call him a buddy, and, uh, and I know you're going to love this episode and want to see him live after this. Uh, follow Eric on Twitter At Eric Myers Comedy E-R-I-K-M-Y-E-R-S Comedy Follow Brad on Twitter At Funny Brad Follow me on Twitter At Adam Ray Comedy Like I said Brad's in Montreal right now uh, I'm in Boston And then Atlanta Doing uh, doing these projects But we'll be back in L.A. soon um, In uh, August 11th Through the Uh, 15th I'll be in New York City for my buddy Brent Morin's one hour Netflix special uh, at the Gramercy Theater I think tickets are still available so August 14th Gramercy Theater New York City come see Brent Morin and I Uh, I'll be doing shows all around New York posting that on Twitter and Facebook back in LA on the 16th I'll be doing shows around LA from the 16th until the 30th of August And then August 31st through September 6th I'm in Las Vegas at the Tropicana, baby Vegas, the Laugh Factory at the Tropicana Come see me there live Get your tickets at laughfactory.com Brad Williams will be in Ventura, California July 31st through August 2nd At the Ventura Harbor Comedy Club Go see Brad and Ventura And when you're driving out to these shows Listen to the podcast on your phone, on your radio On your Bluetooth, on your fucking Android However you do it Thanks for listening to the podcast, thanks for supporting We got all the merch, the tour date, the Twitter info out of the way So ladies and gentlemen, sit back, relax, and enjoy a very special Brand new episode of the About Last Night podcast With the hilarious Eric Myers Well the weekend's over so it's time to chat about it Gotta make it and a do, so why don't you sit down and Listen to our dope podcast? all breakfast? Brad Williams and Adam Ray are here for you any time of the day. So come on and treat yourself right. It's about last night. Uh, I apologize. Wait, you just yeah, that's right. When you told me you got because we were texting you today on the phone, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden, like are we out right fifteen minutes later. <laughs> Fifteen minutes later, you texted me.
1: I can't hear out of my ear f- earphones. That's because you didn't turn the button on. I didn't yeah. turn the button on. <laughs> oh God. Uh, you did just get a computer a day ago. I didn't. Dude, when I got sober, I had I bought a phone from um, Walgreens on Sunset and Vine. Quick little shout out to Walgreens. Yeah, right. The uh, the phone was like the phone was twenty dollars, and you could buy like thirty minutes was like twenty bucks and thirty or three hundred minutes. Okay, and three hundred minutes goes in like two phone calls because i call my dad and he'd be like well your mother for breakfast I'm like dad I'm paying for this fucking let's, let's, can we cuss on here yeah I'm like dad I your mom's breakfast just ate up half my that, that was my phone call was for the month was it a good breakfast was it worthy of a it was you know it was like cereal and milk standard breakfast alright the older people get the more they just have to tell you what they ate like they go to a restaurant and it's like an epic saga Aunt Maria had the had the clam chowder as if like you've never heard of these foods yeah. before I'm today. like I know what shrimp scampi is this was 20 minutes of conversation my
2: aunt is uh, pushing 80 and she uh, loves to tell me about new creams and pills (laughs) she finds As if I'm also 80 the next stage. and need these recommendations. Have you like, heard of
0: this thing called Preparation H? Yeah,
2: I mean, but, like, that's that's like small fries. To, like She's like, you know when you've got this pain in your elbow and it goes all the way down to the left side of your butt cheek where your hip and your butt connect? I'm like, like no. no and she's like, well, I found a cream that makes your elbow feel better than your butt. I'm like, is that even something I need to be concerned about? Like,
0: I'm, I'm, I'm in my 30s. I
1: don't yeah. have to do this yet. I guess. I, I feel like, I f- you know how young people are competitive? I feel like old people are competitive, but like with their ailments. Because I, my, my parents live in a 55 and over community and it's like they try yeah. to trump each other or whoever's the worst <laughs> ailment. But like my back hurts. My back and my feet hurt. You, you fucking pussy. My back, my feet, my ears. Oh yeah, well I'm gonna die yeah. probably tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I'm dead right now. Yeah. My everything hurts.
2: My everything hurts. My That's everything how you win. That's the fucking draw four in uno. My everything hurts.
1: My everything hurts. <laughs> It's like it's how old pe- old people get attention and sympathy, yeah, because yeah.
2: they get the more also the more problems they have, the more the uh assisted living or whatever the nurses are coming in and the more attention you're getting. So the more they're making well, right, because their kids aren't visiting them anymore. So that's oh, oh boy, it just got she real. Says, dude, just take it down
1: a notch. <laughs> My nana was in an assisted living and she, her medicine cabinet. Looked like Johnny Depp's suitcase in Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. <laughs> she had every fucking pill. I mean, visual. Xanax of like like ten milligrams. I I used to, look. I'm a recovering addict. I used to take a .5 Xanax and be uh-huh. flat on my ass. And I'm like, yeah. Nana, you're taking like five milligrams Xanax. She's like, Those things? <laughs> yeah, I take them before. Been taking them for fifty years. Yeah, I eat so them, them like, like Skittles. Candy? Like, she ate them like Skittles, yeah. dude. <laughs> like I would talk Nana would be having a great conversation that right. she would pot like she would take this little cocktail of pills and look over and Nana's just like staring at the wall like fucking smiling drooling and I'm like Nana she's like who the fuck are you <laughs> like, you invited me bitch I'm smoking these pills motherfucker I'm like holy what? shit Damn, she's a pro Nana was gangsta actually the villages in Florida this 55 and over retirement community has the highest syphilis outbreak <laughs> Because they can't get pregnant, they're not on their period. I mean, right. I mean, and they're just fucking. So they're just fucking. And fifty-five is second. not that old. I mean, <laughs> no. I'm th- that's 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 twenty years. Look, yeah. my
2: i my grandparents before they both passed away, I fucked over- a lot. What? Well,
1: I've I heard mean, stories, they right? Did, they didn't not. Many stories. They did, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm going to throw it you off. You read the their
2: things. blogs, <laughs> Prunes and Pussy. So they, they, they didn't. I subscribed to their website. Good for you. Well, you were one of seven people. <laughs> they. I had six accounts. That, <laughs> they, would, they would. I heard them once. Like, oh. they were in their 70s. Oh. But also, well, let me tell you this. Oh. I was bummed out, obviously, because I will never not hear that noise. <laughs> And on a, sick, on a sick level, it makes me go, oh, I miss grandma and grandpa, yeah. because I'm listening to their fuck sounds in my head. But but also, I was like, that's crazy that they are, because also at that uh, age, too, when I, I think it was like, you know, I was twenty four twenty five, 25, whole, I didn't yeah. know, in my head at that point, I was like, oh, you reach like 70, and you just don't want to do it anymore. Right. So the fact that, that was my introduction to... Oh, you still can? Like you still can physically still, even. You know? Man, that, so like for them, the the lyrics to my neck,
0: my back is a whole different thing. It's like that hurts. <laughs> How, dare that
3: hurts. <laughs> How dare you?
1: That hurts. How dare you? My neck. My, my back. back. <laughs> my pussy and my feet.
2: What? <laughs> no, Damn my that I'm tearing no, no. it up. No. It all doesn't my, function. My, <laughs> <laughs> my back. Ow!
1: My hip! My hip!
2: Ow! Ow! No, seriously, Ow. my hip. Get my hip in. and my back. My hip and my Ow. back. They both hurt. My hip and my back.
1: Yeah, yeah. Are you saying what was that lady's name? Was that her only song? I don't know. What th- was her name? Uh, little Kim. Little no. It was little something. Uh, it was little. Little pussy. I don't know. Jesus Jesus little pussy. Might as well be
2: though. With the amount of artists like in the songs that get popular and what their names actually are. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jay Z. He's only. We only think that's a cool name because we like his music. Right. Sure. That's my whole thing about bands. Like you can name it something. Fu- if your music's good, it doesn't matter. If you two was called me three, <laughs> nobody would give two shits. <laughs> if the Beatles were the beaners, you would have been like, well, that's fucking. That's kind of racist, guys. But your music's incredible. Yeah, but right. Yeah, but you can. I'm the. I'm the walrus. That's an incredible song. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. You can name yourself. It. Well, sure. Because like what like, would you like? What would you name yourself if you were a? Well, I would want you to be a rapper. If I had to Obviously. pick what Brad did musically, mm-hmm. I would want... So what would your oh rapper name be? Too short. Uh,
1: <laughs> it's taken. son of a bitch. I had to. Uh,
0: yes. I would have to be Ankle Punch. <laughs> nice. Can I be honest? I'd buy two of your CDs. <laughs> Yo, man, this is MC Ankle Punch. Yeah. Coming at you from Fullerton, California. Hey. That's right. OC, motherfucker. Yeah. We, yeah. Have, we have to deal with traffic on the 57 freeway. You don't know what's up. <laughs> Lap ears? AP.
1: You'd have hats that said AP on them. (laughs) AP. Little Brad.
2: What would you be, Eric?
1: Me? Yeah. I'd be um, white chocolate. Y- yogurt yogurt covered raisin.
2: Yogurt covered raisin. <laughs> yogurt covered raisin. Oh, that would be your single.
1: Froyo. Fro Yo. Fro-, Fro Yo in this bitch. Toppin', toppin', toppin'. I don't even know what <laughs> no, I that's toppins. all it is. Toppins, toppins, toppins. You've what to- toppins I want? I ain't no bit. Captain Crunch.
2: Dude, at every concert, Crunch, you throw bitch. a different bitch. topping on the audience. I do.
1: I, eat cl- I that's, that's my hit song. I eat toppings with gluten. Because I don't give a fruitin' <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh! I eat toppings with gluten because I don't like fruiting my yo fro-yo. So fro-yo this dick. I put fro-yo on that neck, my back, my dick, and my crack. Where's Tyler Wood?
0: Sign me up. Oh, Sign me Take
2: up.
1: all my
0: money.
2: Fro-yo this dick would be your catchphrase fro, yo, on the sitcom dick. spinoff for that rap
1: here. For Toppins, why don't you have this dick? Fro-yo this dick is your getter done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'd be MC Pinkberry. Berry. <laughs> They should have, like, a hipster vegan rapper, just, like, the biggest <laughs> pussy. I live in, like, Los Feliz, yeah, yeah. and I, I was like, drive a Prius. Yeah. 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 I try to act poor, but I can afford a MacBook Pro. It's, like, $3,000. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Go
0: ahead. I was going to say, we definitely live in the city of that. I, 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 uh, saw, I saw a guy with a monocle. What? <laughs> I like, who invented the monocle you, why don't you, don't you have
2: both glasses were, were you at some sort of monopoly dress up party <laughs> and and Mr. Peanut
0: I wish I was there Mr. That, Peanut yeah nice. that would be the only time that would ever make sense that's the only time you're ever allowed to wear a, if you're Looking like
2: Mister Peanut, if you're about to try to take over the world,
0: you have yes. to be an evil villain, yeah. a criminal genius. Well, I mean, he lives yeah. in Silver Lake, so maybe
2: possibly. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Possibly. he was looking to to buy every book at the bookstore.
0: <laughs> I was just going out to lunch, yeah. and this guy in his 30s. It's like, do you have glaucoma in one eye? <laughs> no, you don't have. No, he's it, got he's got a monocle. Do you
2: generally get upset when you see that stuff?
0: Yes, I do. Where nice. do you
1: get a monocle? Well, I don't even know where. Like, okay, and he's the first one. Now every asshole That's at every it coffee shop is going to have a monocle. if, if he's order, one of the cooler
2: hipsters, he'll set the trend d- for sure. I
1: think if
0: you ever order a monocle from a store... Zip ties. They just call in the cops. They, they just, arrest you at that very moment because you're because you're doing some other sh- shady shit. I just don't like everyone else like trying like oh man like I'm just wearing a monocle because I'm trying to be different. It's like I was born a midget. I am different. I couldn't help it. Right. I didn't pick this. I'm not yeah. trying to be a hipster thing. <laughs> yeah. It's like nah, I I was five foot eight, but I wanted to get chicks, so yeah. uh, I started this whole midget trend. That's yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. an
1: ironic midget. <laughs> he doesn't. You need to be cool. Yeah, Dicklich <laughs> copy. Me, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't get hipsters because they grow ironic mustaches, which I don't know if they know what irony means. But yeah. you're, the whole thing about hipsters is you're trying not to be cool right. by by conforming to what is cool. Right, like, like you're like, oh, this mustache, it's, it's, I'm growing it because it's not cool, you know, because Burt Reynolds had one, but I'm like, it is yeah, cool now. There's too, so it's not there's too many layers. There's too many layers. Yeah. Just have a mustache or don't have a mustache. But you go to Urban Outfitters, everything's throwback. Oh, we have all, of, all this technology, but I'm like, well, you, what are you gonna have, like powdered wigs and slaves and like horse <laughs> okay. 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 hey, drawn I guess
2: guest has been Eric Myers. Thanks, hey, thanks so much hey, for coming by. I'm not podcast. advocating slavery. Yeah, yeah, I'm just know. saying powdered donuts. It's the cool slaves. new thing. What did you say? Powdered what? Powdered wigs. Powdered wigs. Powdered donuts. By the way, powdered donuts is breaking my little Debbie snacks. No, no, coming up the Next hottest single from from fucking Froyo powdered,
1: powdered wigs and the- slaves <laughs> one <Django insane>. Unchained <laughs> bring me my hairpiece and my and <laughs> I, pow- I thought it was powdered donuts and slaves Pat they're not a hipster powdered donuts <laughs> that's
2: why it was funny
1: powdered
0: wigs and you're right, slaves you're the, right, u- the ultimate throwback jersey uh, I would that love to dude, <laughs> that would be an insane thing if like the <laughs> NBA had like throwback night and for throwback night just none of the black players could play. Nice. <laughs> That's so funny. I throwback can. how far back are they going? Well, I mean, you know, like ni- like the nineteen fifties and sixties, or like, it's throwback night. It's like, no, we don't want throwback yeah, no, no, night. No, no. We want don't to want throwback dunking. night. That means what, we're not here. Yeah, exactly. Where's your exciting. girlfriend?
1: She's at home. <laughs> in a miserable oh, <laughs> loveless marriage, she can't leave because she doesn't have any money. <laughs> Rebecca count fucker.
2: <laughs> what uh what was life in Florida like, Eric?
1: It was a. You grew up in what part? What part of? Have you ever had someone shit on your face?
2: Well, I mean, I don't like to talk about it.
1: Well, Brad, you know.
2: Yeah, this one. I've
1: read your tweets. This one time in Germany.
2: This one time in Germany. He. It was the first time he paid for it. Oh sure. Now, Eric, what what part of Florida did you grow up in?
1: I did not grow up in Florida. I'm from Columbia, Maryland, and I moved to Florida about eight years ago, and then I moved to LA about two and a half years ago. But I lived in Orlando. I I lived in Orlando for the bulk of the time. I lived in Tampa for a brief period. I was couch surfing. But how okay, so so growing up in Maryland, that was from what age to what age? Uh I was seven till about twenty
2: seven. Okay. So prime years to find the funny bug. Prime years, yeah. Do you remember the moment that you like was it what something you saw or something you did and mm-hmm. you and you witnessed a response that was like, Oh shit, like Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. I always wanted to be a comic. And uh About 1986, I was six years old. My parents were across the street playing poker with our neighbors, the Nev's and HBO was on. And I walked downstairs, and Bill Hicks was on HBO. And I sat down on the couch, and he had a black cowboy hat, dressed in all black, black I remember that special. Right. He came out with flames behind Mm -hmm. him? Yes, he did. Oh, that was the best. And I sat there, and I said, what is this? And it was like magic to me. And to this day, it still is. And, yeah. and I went to the school the next day, and I was around the lunch table, and I reciting everything. I did all his jokes.
2: By the way, so you absorbed everything in your first uh, attempt at just watching it. Uh,
1: I- I, I don't know oh, about everything, but, butch- but several jokes You probably
2: butchered every bit, but you... A six-year-old doing
1: Bill
0: Hicks... Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. Bill Hicks isn't simple comedy.
1: I, I, I was probably ten. Maybe it was later. Like, the, Yeah, I probably... You know what? I don't think I was six. I was probably a little bit older. So yeah. what were the
2: kids at the lunch? I mean, what were they... They were in Hilarious.
1: No, they were in Hysterics.
2: Th- let's be honest. Very few kids know
1: what stand-up is. So if you're... Well, I remember the bit, and it wasn't anything yet to think about, but Bill Hicks had a bit about how sexualized uh, commercials were. So he's like, mm-hmm. he's I have an idea for a commercial, and it basically was like pull out and you see a naked woman spread eagle, you know, fingers in her cooch, and she just mm. goes, Snickers. <laughs> and he goes, God damn, I want a Snickers. And that was what I said to the kids. I'm like, hey they should do these com-. and I, just, I didn't get Bill Hicks credit i kind of like I made it oh, up. Like, of course. I oh. said man, you know what i you know what they should have for a commercial? Just a naked chick, finger a coochie, Snickers. I'd buy that Snickers and all the kids are like, Hey that coochie, hey Snickers And so they loved Dude, it. That's amazing. And then in second grade before or after this, I had a <laughs> (laughs) Pound Puppy, and we had show show and tell, and I went up with the Pound Puppy, and I did... Uh, it's the voice. Bill Hicks snicker coochie bit? Didn't, I didn't do the Bill Hicks bit. I was just doing bits with the Pound Puppy, and yeah. everybody's laughing and clapping. And then afterwards, this girl, Jessica Ennis, went up, and she tried to make jokes, and some kid goes, bring Eric back. Whoa! Oh, so fuck wow. you, Jessica Ennis. <laughs> <laughs> and you're park. No, getting,
0: getting heckled in the second You couldn't second follow grade. me then, you can't follow me now. <laughs> Even then,
1: no one could follow me. So that was like your first taste of a curtain call. That was my first taste of a curtain call. And oh, then... I was, awesome. I was always funny, but I was always weird. But I always wanted to be a comedian. Yeah. ever since I was a kid. Well, uh, what? Why? I mean, just because it's the fucking. It was every, everything. I saw Sam Kinnis and I saw those guys, and everything I wasn't. In real life was that on that stage it's it was like, sexy, it was powerful yeah, you were in like, control it's like becoming a superhero making people laugh, being on that crowd and making people laugh was just it was like this is magic uh, and you
2: so would make cool. your so you, so you, you once you got that going with the kids at school, mm-hmm. it was at what point do you transition from uh, doing other people's bits to go to starting to find i mean obviously it takes a while to find your voice, so as a kid. But you still have, like, what's funny to you as a kid, so, like, when do you start going, like, was it, like, for me it was, like, impressions of uh, other kids and teachers that, like, made kids laugh. So, like, when would you go away from Bill Hicks stuff and start doing some Eric Myers original shit? Right?
1: I did Eric Myers original shit. Um, we were at the lunch table, and they had the trash can, and they had the milk cartons, and they said, here's where you throw the milk cartons. They had the chocolate milk, the, the blue Mm-hmm. Low fat, 2% milk, and the red. And I'm like, why the fuck do they need to show us? What? Oh, we don't know what chocolate milk looks like. Oh, is it the brown carton? The brown <laughs> one's chocolate. And the kids are laughing. <laughs> You're doing chocolate milk bits. And that's, I, so, that's perfect. so funny, though, because no, like, no kid did them. And I would yeah. make fun of our teachers. I would make fun of the school. I had routines. Even then, I didn't know what routines are, but I had certain things to make people laugh. Like, <laughs> we had a certain teacher that had pit stains. Yeah. And I was like, and I would make fun of him. And I would yeah, make fun of the By the way, chocolate. that's
2: ballsy. if Because every kid secretly and silently makes fun of the teachers. Oh, absolutely. But not ever and rarely at school, usually at recess because yeah. you're so far away from the classroom. Right. So to
1: do it to their face, dude, mm-hmm. you're a god. I didn't do it to the teacher's face. Okay. Oh, I did shit. it to the kids at the lunchtime. Right, well, oh, okay. But I would talk about how bad I would, I would always have crushes on girls and I wouldn't have the courage to talk to them or I would just ask them out. It was like always horrible shit happened to me with girls and I would tell my dorky friends and they thought it was hilarious and it made me feel better. It gave me a sense of power that I'm making fun of how bad. So all this bad stuff was happening to me, and I would make jokes about it. But all my friends were funny. I mean, geez, yeah. Do you remember everybody was funny in school? You know, like Picasso said, he's like every child's an artist. The trick is staying an artist when you grow up. But right. like in school, everything was hilarious. Everything was yeah, a fucking ol- bit, oh, yeah, because ol-
0: yeah, you're experiencing everything for the first time. Right, so, right, like, like you were saying earlier, do, doing the Bill Hicks stuff, it's like, it's like
1: he said, "Coochie, holy shit!" Like, right. it's, it's
0: just like the funniest thing you've, you've
1: ever <laughs> still heard. Still funny, life. by the way. Right? Yeah. it's still got, it's still, yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: uh, th- there, there was one kid in my kin- in my kindergarten class where every day at some point during the day he would just run up in front of the class and go pee-pee and then just run, <laughs> and just run back and
2: sit down God damn it I wanted
1: not to laugh at that because I go alright man you're past that but the way the act out that Brad just did pee-pee <laughs> <I, laughs> There's nothing funnier than penises, and there will never will be anything funny. Oh, dude, I laughed it, it at that sex the time, talk. They're so always funny. Yeah. Yes, penis so. jokes. I will. St- we'll.
0: So like, and we laughed every day. And he would like plan <laughs> it out. Like, okay, this to be my moment. Like to like. He was strategic today. with his pee-pee delivery. <laughs> oh, and and, and, and and like one time he, one time he did it during a fire drill. He was innovative. Yikes! Yikes.
2: By so the way, that's to, to cut through that amount of chaos. <laughs> sure, knew. because he like knew. there's teachers. It's pandemonium. Like <laughs> yeah. they need to keep all the classes in line and this kid's just like yeah well speaking of keeping things in line
0: yeah and 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 i I still (laughs) laugh and i remember the the teacher like punished him so many times and then like that was the first time uh i knew about dealing with censorship because like the entire (laughs) class was like rising up like no freedom of speech like he can do whatever right. so like the the uh pee pee joke Never died, which might be the name of my first book. There,
2: there's a memoir. One of my best friends was a vice principal of an elementary school for three years, right? And yeah. he told me he would tell me all these great stories all the time. And uh, one uh, assembly, right, all, where every you know kid in the school is uh, K through six, and this uh, you know having a big, I think it was like a, a concert, like in, um the orchestra and the band, and some kid who was known for being kind of a jokester um, stood up, took his dick out. <laughs> and went ah! and if you can't see what I'm doing obviously he just basically flailed his body around mm-hmm. and flopped his the, the little helicopter nine-year-old dick around yeah. as much as it could flop alright well at maybe that it's point. not the helicopter if it's yeah, you're being very generous <laughs> with that description he was black yeah yeah and so he was and so uh, so then I go I, I, start, I immediately start laughing I go Chris that's like so funny and he's laughing telling me this yeah. and he goes uh, I go has this kid done it before he goes oh man yes he goes apparently he would do it in like bathrooms like he would walk in while kids are peeing or washing their hands, take it out and go, Aah! and everyone would laugh. And I go, okay, well, he just needed a bigger audience. <laughs> this kid's a fucking natural performer. He was doing open mics, and he saw an opportunity to take the stage at Carnegie Hall and fucking said, "My dick is not staying in my pants." <laughs> So now, then, my buddy has to reprimand the kid. He goes, uh, "I go, what'd you, you do?" He goes, you "I go, to... obviously he had to get in trouble." He goes, "Yeah, man, obviously." He goes, "As funny as it was," he goes, "all oh, the teachers <laughs> laughed." He goes, "Because we're fucking human beings, dude." The right. Teachers laughed. A kid <laughs> Stop taking that. a kid taking a dick out is not planned. All right, there's never any discussion like what happens when Robbie takes his cock out. No, man, <laughs> it about. just happened. We have a three. three <laughs> we have a system. All right, after they do Beethoven second, Robbie's gonna pull his <laughs> fucking tiny helicopter penis out. Robbie, He's you pull your a- cock out. We go right oh, into. Uh,
1: Beethoven's third. <laughs> then we do finger painting. We
2: do. So then he sits the dad. The dad comes in. He has to bring the dad <laughs> in the next day and or that day and go uh, and tell him. And he said the dad comes in and goes. So uh, so what happened? Why is he Why is he in trouble? He's like my buddy's like trying to by the way fight through laughter describing like because <laughs> he goes he goes hey man well you gotta he be, your, you gotta be goes, an adult yeah he goes it was the assembly and um, and we're all <laughs> we're sitting there waiting for the concert to begin and uh, let's say again his name is Robbie and he goes Robbie stood up. Um, and took his um, dip, penis, dip, you know. And then he told me too that he was trying to decide how, what label to give a child sure. genital. Like he goes, should I say you want to say his junk? Yeah, yeah. You want to say this nine year old took his fucking
1: cock out? No, he's like <laughs> he took his cock out.
2: <laughs> we don't say that to a parent. He took his PP? Yeah, pee
1: pee. He might have said pee That's what we needed. The pee pee. No, and he just said weener.
2: I think he said weener, and that makes sense. But <laughs> just. But then he also told me he goes, I didn't want to say weener because it was going to make me laugh harder. And I was like, yeah, that's why we're friends. So then he goes. He goes, uh, he took out his wiener, and uh, and the, and he goes, and he, and he went, and he flailed it around. And the dad goes, what do you mean? So then my buddy goes, I had to oh, go, oh, you know,
1: oh. uh, what I just
2: did, I guess, like a dick flail. <laughs> I had to act
1: it what out do out. you mean? <laughs> what exactly did he do with it? Which, by dick the way, yes. Yeah, so well, well, I mean, because
0: <laughs> everyone knows that take your wiener out is slang for write good cursive. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. What do you <laughs>
2: mean? So then he goes, he flailed it Can around. Can you be more specific? <laughs> yeah, yeah. In which direction, north or south? So then he flailed it around. It was
1: southeast. And
2: then he goes, and then he goes, and he went, and then sat back down. And then the dad goes, did anybody get hurt? And my buddy goes, I mean. Several students are now blind. I mean, emotionally scarred, right? Yeah. So then my buddy was like, well, no, but, like, you can't do that. And the dad was like, I don't know what the problem is if nobody got
1: hurt. That's hilarious. The dad said that? Yeah. Well, now we know why Robbie's pulling his penis out. His dad is encouraging it. <laughs> yeah, sure. probably, right? I mean, my I, dad would
0: have killed me. I mean, I get that as a parent, you're always like defending your kid or whatever. But did he honestly think that? Like, well, I mean, if he wants to take his dick well, out, let me whatever, ask whatever you whatever guys,
2: as comedians, what would if you found out your son did oh, that and got God. a lot? Because my buddy also, I go. I mean, my first question as a comic, I go, did he crush? Did the bit bit crush? Did he get laughs? He goes, dude, there was obviously only sections of people could see it. He goes, but the, like, surrounding area, like, lost their shit. Obviously, he was like, a lot of kids were also like, what the fuck? But, sure. He goes, a lot of people, like, were dying laughing. Even, like, young girls were just, like, so, like... This is so crazy. They were laughing, you know. Right, right, It's right. funny. Yeah. but I, but I think obviously as a parent, you have to, you just have to, because that's like if you encourage that, then it's yeah. like they for sure. I don't know. Like I, I, I guess as a, like as a, as a dad, but then also as a comic, I would have to be like, okay, yeah. Well, you laugh with your buddies and the yeah, fellow dads. It's like all right. You're good open with that. Good intention. But <laughs> Yeah, I understand that you saw the opportunity for a big laugh. Yeah. But also, guess what? And here's what's great about comedy. You can keep your dick in your pants and still get big laughs, <laughs> if, if you uh, want to. Yeah. Uh, I mean that's that's debatable. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Depends that's on who's depends on if they're taking the Brad Williams comedy class or not. <laughs> I
1: mean that's... State Here's how much one. you pay for a shit. And so uh <laughs> But but at what at what age does that stop being cute and funny and become like I, I think little Robbie is a uh child molester. Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I,
0: I think once you get into double digits. <laughs>
1: <laughs> if I pulled my dick out now, I was like, ah! You're yeah. Like Eric,
2: Yeah, that would be the end of the <laughs> podcast, funny. and I would move just to get away from well, the idea of your dick being you out burn of my apartment. Table. Well, you this table. you
1: don't appreciate art. Now, wait. Now, would your... <laughs> if you pulled your by dick way, out and no one laughed, way, art,
2: that had to really be a... Art is the name of his penis, actually. Yeah, yeah,
1: Arthur. For... <laughs> I call it art for short.
2: What would your... No, you said your dad would lose your mind, so when my you were My dad would have up, fucking lost his your shit. Your folks, how supportive were they in your uh, comedic endeavors?
1: Like my when, dad told start,
2: me... Yeah. Sorry. Um, my dad they probably also had to
1: throw you... Like the Bill Hicks, when you saw
2: it, and then you probably <laughs> asked him about it, yeah? Mm-hmm. I mean...
1: No, I, I didn't ask him okay. about it. My dad was always really, really funny, and he always really liked comedy, and uh, my sister was always funny, and um, my dad was, like, really animated and shit, so, like... I always wanted to be a comedian. Yeah. And I told my dad I wanted to be a comedian. He's like, you got to go to college. And I was like, I don't want to go to college. I want to be a comedian. I never tried. I never gave a fuck because I knew I'd be a comedian. Wow. And uh, I just always knew I was going to be a comedian. I was obsessed with comedy. Jesus. Obsessed with comedy. Okay. And this was before the internet, so I would read about Andy Kaufman and like the Who's Who. Or I'd go to the library and get like books by Steve Allen, where I had all the comics at the time, and read about the, them. And just this, be,
2: is, this is a what age? My whole life.
1: I love comedy. Crazy. I always love comedy. And so I always knew it. And then, so I told my dad when I was like 18, I was like, I want to be a comedian. I don't want to go to college. And he was like, mm-hmm. well, you, no one's going to book you unless you have a college degree. <laughs> I'm like, Dad, you think I'm a complete fucking idiot? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have you seen the guys on TV? None of these people have college degrees. And uh, so I went to school for a year and dropped out. And I was like, I want to be a comedian. So in 1998, my dad was working at this place. And one of his friends was a comedian named Jeff Barrett. We went and saw him at Bonkers in Florida and uh, Daniel Tosh actually opened for him and did like 10 minutes. It's like 1998 and he was hilarious mm-hmm. and I remember walking around that night listening to my headphones just like going over the bit in my head, all the jokes And uh, but after that I went up. So when I was 18 I was still living in Maryland and um, I was working in a movie theater with my friend at 10, and I had this Judy Carter stand up comedy the book, and I was showing my friend at 10. He was really funny. We were always making fun of everybody at the movie theater. Yeah. And I was like, dude, we should do an open mic night. And he's like, No way. And I'm like, come on. So I started telling all of everybody at the theater. like, me and 10 are going to do an open mic night. And the oh, back correct. of the Judy Carter book they had a glossary and I called all these clubs in Maryland. The book was mm-hmm. kind of old, and they were we closed, we closed. This one Winchester's pub on one oh two Water Street in Baltimore. I was like, dude, Thursday night, open mic night. He's like, we got to be twenty one to get in. I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> me and all our little friends to the movie theater went. And they weren't going to let us in, but there was like nobody in there, and we had like eight friends, and they're like, fuck it, come on. And we did (laughs) a two-man act where we had one mic, and I would say the setup, and he would do the punch. Yeah. And we went up, and we fucking – we didn't destroy, but we did good. Okay. And everyone at the movie theater – that was the first time people looked at me differently in Mm -hmm. life. And I could notice a difference. Like, people always made fun of me. I was always kind of a goof. For real? Yeah, I was going to ask. All, all the time, yeah. I was just a goofy-ass person. I was an eccentric person. So they
2: made fun of you because of... Also, kids are just cruel, and they find the easiest things to tease about. But what was... But you feel like you got up more than normal, or what?
1: No, I, I just I just feel like everybody gets made fun of growing yes. up. And I just feel like uh, I, I liked... Getting made fun of or taught. I like the attention. You,
2: so, this was, you found a thing oh, though, early. This was like, now it was
1: like, okay, cool. Like, you can keep teasing the other kids, but like, you can't tease me anymore because now I got this. I, I, yeah, right. I, I didn't mind the t- but, but it's the first time, like, everybody thought I was a loser, and I, that's, I, I never really, but, but that time when I did the comedy, they looked at me different. Right. Like, they, had, they gave me respect, and I was like, oh, okay. Because I did something that I realized people were scared to do. And they respected me. Mm-hmm. Fuck. Because everybody, they were always these like alpha male man's men, but they were like, I wasn't going to beat them physically or getting girls or whatever, but I did something they didn't have the balls to do. And that right. made them respect and me. And that's
2: why comedy is the fucking coolest thing that's ever.
1: That's why the comedy is the coolest thing ever. And, uh, and so everybody talked about this thing. For the yeah. rest of the even my boss, who always hated me and made fun of me, he looked at me differently. And I was like, there's something to this. Your so, boss at where? At the movie theater. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My boss at the movie yeah. theater. So um, when I was 20, I tried out for Comic View at this place called Jokes on Us in Laurel, Maryland. For and I went up. B E T? B E T. Because you look at Eric
0: Myers, you think B-E-T. that's B E T material. I'll tell you
2: who's going to love this guy.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: Slaves and Powdered Donuts. <laughs> <laughs> well, I walked in and. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> The that I, didn't really, have to do the I just that was, love that, that pairing one, that of was, things. That one really got me. I'm sorry. Powdered wigs. <laughs> I, I, powder wigs no, I'm Powdered wigs. Powdered donuts. I fun. walk in. The crowd is, I'm the only, uh, the crowd's all African American. Yeah. And I walk in. Shocking. Shocking. <laughs> and I went up and I did, I remember I did, the crowd fucking loved me so much. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were nervous. Ho- were you nervous? Uh, nervous is not the word. It was, I almost transcended my body. I was so scared. <laughs> because you'd, how many God.
2: performances, quote
1: unquote? Second. I'd done the one with a tin. Shit. I'd done the one with a tin when I was 18. Now yeah. I'm 20. I didn't go on stage again. By yourself now. By myself. You didn't have a setup punch guy with you. Right. No. And it was my friend Corey and Reyna. I'm working at Pizza Hut now. Two years later. My friend Corey and Reyna. Where up in the world. And, and like all the, and it was, um, you know, primarily a black audience. And mm-hmm. uh, the crowd loved me so much. And I was like, I looked at that crowd and I was like, these were these were people I had nothing in common with. Yeah, and they loved me, and I was like, that's the power of comedy. Is yeah, just cause, cause, we're human beings, right? Because before and It was beautiful, it, it was at least kind of like you said, your coworkers
0: from yeah from the movie theater. So they'll obviously give you the benefit of the doubt, and it's right. like that's our guy, we know him. But these people, you walk out, they're assuming they're seeing a professional comedian, someone's mm-hmm. a, someone who has done this. A million times before. And right. you're walking out. That's your second
1: time ever doing it? Yes.
0: That's insane. Yes.
1: And I got I didn't get on BET, but I got to open for Jimmy Walker. Yes. Well, sure. So I got to do it. Dynamite. Like, I got yeah. To, I got to do it a month later, and uh I remember I did primarily like um Black Rooms in Baltimore. That's yeah. where I started. And I watched deaf Comedy Jam and I love Chris Tucker, and that's kinda why I talk with that voice. Because I would do that voice oh I'm shit like, the crowds were so rowdy in Baltimore that I would go, Hey what's and they would yeah. watch, and they would start laughing because I had that silly voice. So yeah. that, Okay, I was, was going to ask when
2: that kind of uh, came into your act. Right because, off the bat.
1: Okay. Because I love Chris Tucker. I had the best yeah. of Def Comedy Jam VHS, and I would watch him. And you emulate when you're starting out, and you don't sure. have your own style and point of view yet. You emulate who you like. I love Smokey on Friday, so I would do Smokey. Mm-hmm. And my nickname in college was Smokey because when my roommate first met me, he walked in the mm-hmm. orientation day, and I was smoking a joint in our room. And I was so fucking stoked. Please take
2: me back there real quick and just give me that interaction. (laughs) And is he not a – he didn't smoke pot He did smoke pot. Oh, okay.
1: okay. My first day at Towson University, my parents dropped me off, and it was orientation day, and I was walking around with these shorts, and I'm walking around, and I'm baked, and the weed had – I had a hole in my shorts, and the (laughs) weed fell out. So I'm walking around campus, and they're taking all these kids on a tour, and I go – fuck my weed. And I'm running around and I see my bag of weed and there's a tour of people coming up. And I run and I step on the weed and they walk by me and I'm just standing on the weed and I'm like, welcome to Towson. Home of higher learning, And they walk by me and I grab the weed. <coughs> Nobody saw it. And then I, I went in my room and at the time I was struggling with like really bad depression I didn't want to be in college so I didn't people like you're so crazy I'm like I didn't give a fuck about getting thrown out or our cot I just yeah. didn't care so I was just smoking weed in the room and I couldn't find any alcohol so I bought Robitussin which is like 99% alcohol and makes holy you trip holy shit and I drank like a bunch of Robitussin You really use 99% alcohol no but it's a lot of alcohol it's a lot yeah. yeah and it makes you hallucinate if you drink a lot of it sure so it's called trip. it's like liquid NyQuil right Michael's yeah. <laughs> got so much and mouthwash you can drink what would
2: you uh, do you it's remember a of getting high and stuff? No. Not, not to give you a fucking cough cough, cough drop uh, flashback but like what <laughs> when you would drink the Robitussin do you, I mean what type of shit would you hallucinate
1: I didn't drink enough to super hallucinate okay. because I was kind of scared. I drank maybe like double the dose, but it made you like super tired and kind of drunk. But then you smoked pot. And I smoked pot. And I was laying in the bed and my roommates, we had suite mates, so we had two-door room and then a bathroom that connected another two to the room. Yeah. All football players. So my my football player, Jim and Chad, I remember they were drinking and listening to the Grease soundtrack, and they walked over to the room. <laughs> Wait, it's like, football players were listening to the Grease soundtrack? I swear to God, this was Inauguration Night. Fuck yeah, they were. And this Adam, is the toughest motherfuckers on the planet. Yeah, my man. roommate Adam hadn't moved in yet, so they walked Tell around, me more. Tell me more, tell <laughs> me more. I love nice. Grease. So they're, you know, I think they were listening to the Grease 2 soundtrack, which was really fucking weird. Oh, amazing. how dare they? Yeah. Jesus, yeah. yeah like, we're going to bowl. You I, get the Grease 1 soundtrack Does sound anybody I, know any of the songs from thought, Grease 2? I can do two of them. Cool Rider and Bowling funky, whatever. Boring so, funky junk? What is boring, it? Bowling funky junk. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're playing Coachella next year. <laughs> <laughs>
0: boring, boring funky junk. So
1: I'm in bed tripping and they walk over like, hey, we're Corey and Jim, we're football, and we're listening to Grease, you want to come over? And I was like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? I <laughs> was and the then, like, my, I'm, like oh, I'm sleeping. <laughs> and then the next day I rolled a joint and I'm smoking in my roommate Adam comes in the whole room smells like weed and he's like, He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, smoking a joint. He's like, I'm going to call you Smokey. And he smoked weed too. He ended oh, up selling go. weed. And I, my name is Smokey. And then
2: you would start doing that voice. I did the so voice. So, an immediate reaction. You started doing it on stage and people were just like responding to it. They loved it. ASAP.
1: It, it got their attention and they were already laughing. Yeah. Yeah. Because I didn't really have jokes at the time. Well, I had it's one your joke. second time on stage. I had one joke about my dad catching me jerking off. That was which, my only joke. Which
2: is a classic. Which is a classic. <laughs> was it a true story? Did you, how much of it did you embellish?
1: Uh, you know, I was like, I live at home with my parents, and they always know when you're jerking off because they always knock on the bathroom door. Eric, I'm going to Wendy's. Dad, leave me alone. I'm busy. Now it's to the point I can't jerk off of the sound of my dad's voice. <laughs> Eric, I'm going to Wendy's. What are you going to get, Dad? The <laughs> Big Bacon <baking> Classic. <sighs> what are you going to get on it? They're going to slather the lettuce with mayonnaise. Say it slower. They're going to slather the. Le-. This was my opening joke. This is my only joke, Whoa. and I would, Holy I would shit. jerk off the microphone. Yeah. And it was so filthy. Yeah, but it's... And it would either die or get a laugh.
0: I mean, how could that ever not go well? Well,
1: that was my good joke, and I'd open with it, Then I had two other jokes that weren't good. And they're like, Eric, you got to do your good joke last. (laughs) And I was like, what do you mean? My other joke was about the retarded stripper. (laughs) I went to the strip club, the jury was retarded. I gave him a dollar. Bitch gave me back four quarters. (laughs) My mom Whoa. caught me jerking off. Well she didn't catch me. I jumped down from behind the couch. <laughs> Happy Mother's Day, bitch! <laughs> These were my jokes when I started the comedy. <laughs> that, but
0: like that but like that bit it, with the dad and the wendy It's <laughs> <that's laughs> so fucking good.
1: I wouldn't go that far, but it, it was
0: like it, that's a great bit, and that's your
1: second time on stage. Well, that's also you're committing activity. super hard, and and but I had been writing for years, right, right, right. And I had like I would tell my friends my bits. I would slip into conversation without telling them. You ever God, do that? Oh yeah. And they're yeah, like, I'm oh man, yeah. that's funny. And I'm like, oh, they're like, you should do that as a bit. I'm like, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> like I haven't ever thought about that before. Because when you tell someone it's a bit, they don't laugh. They're like, right, right, right. Oh yeah, it's, I like because yeah, they don't want
0: to be you know yeah yeah practiced y- on. Yeah, you 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 can't say like, hey man, is this funny? No, you
1: never. It's never. Funny. Never do that. You have to just slip it in. It's right. like
2: the guy who's like, "Look, man, I'm not racist, but you know." And then it's like, "Well." <laughs> and they always say sure. something racist. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I had yeah. a buddy do that once where he was like, um, <laughs> "But I hate
1: people that don't look like me." And you're like, "That's not good." <laughs> well, oh Jesus, man. that's very close-minded <laughs> should... of you. Are you a child? Can you sign yourself off this lease? Yeah, I had a buddy you're once, a grown man, and you think <laughs> like that? that's wants to fucking me. sad. I
2: had, a, I had a buddy once tell me a story. He goes, "Uh, uh you know, people that would insert like the race of somebody that because they thought that was an imperative detail for the story. Yeah, had nothing to do with it. Nothing. So you're like, oh, you're like." <laughs> You're like a passive racist. Right. Where he would go, like, he'd go, like, oh man, dude, okay, Eric, dude, ho- crazy story. So, fucking uh, Matt and I are at the park last week, right? right? And there's this giant group of pigeons, right? And Matt sees the pigeons and he runs up on the pigeons. Matt's black, by the way. And he runs <laughs> up on the pigeons and the pigeons fucking flip out and fly away. It so, was
0: classic. Well, I mean. So I, then, two things, yeah. I think that's an important detail to the story because now you know that he was running at the pigeons very quickly.
2: For sure, but <laughs> like, also that I
1: like because you know because it, yeah. if, if,
0: if it's a white guy, it's like oh god, that probably took forever. For but, sure,
2: uh, <laughs>
1: nice. But I but as I'm a not list- laughing. I'm not racist. But, but as as can we I, edit this part out? No, no. But as a listener, I'm they're just like, gonna play this clip when I become famous. We found in t- 2015, Eric Baez... What did you think about the racist pigeons, Eric? <laughs> well, you know the the black man running at the pigeon, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And they're like hey, these fucking pieces of shit. So
2: okay, so the voice now. Is it, it, there Was ever a point where somebody, um, once you start getting booked on more and more shows, right? So after the Comic View thing, that yeah. got you a little more attention, yeah. And then you were able to some more confidence. You go to you start going to clubs and I never had any confidence. I,
1: every night I was like, Jesus Christ, what do I do? It.
0: But so uh, did anybody? You, you still like,
2: like? I still don't have any confidence. You still don't have confidence in you. In, in your you're you one of the best comics I've. Yeah, seen. when you got out of here, I remember the first two days of you being here. Two days, man. And just
1: already people being like, "Do you hear this guy Eric Myers?" Like two days, man, of just crush city. It's never enough, dude. I'm a perfectionist. It's yeah. never, of course, it's never hard enough. I, I've seen you. It's never hard enough. You've. I love it when you open for me because I mean, it, it, you're the only person who lets me open for that. <laughs> really? I'm really. And I'm not saying this to be egotistical well, I'm saying that's, that that's reality
0: well, because I know you're not an egotistical guy, but
1: but you're the only
0: comic who lets well, me open for that well i mean you- cr- like i you've gotten standing ovations
1: before I go on stage, yeah, but you can follow me, no problem well I, some people not that they're not but sure. some people are i'm very high energy yes, you are and some people' Don't want not that. that they're not hilarious comics, but it's just a different energy sure, yeah, it's sure. Weird. and I, and I can't understand that if
2: your energy doesn't match that, then it's like. But also, I don't know. That's like, your why, job. Yeah, you're the head, like people are coming out. This I get people are just it. coming in general. But
1: yeah, people are coming. I, yeah, I get it though, dude, because you you your act is a fucking entertaining show, and it's like nobody. Your your show is so good; nothing's going to throw it off. Brad
2: also wants his whole show to be good, which Damn I think. Right. Like, so it's
1: like you want.
2: You know why would you want somebody before you that's going to a bring the energy down? Yeah. and right. not set you up or be just not. Because comedy subjective. So people, regardless of what you do, are going to walk out going, oh, I liked. And, you know, obviously audience members think that it is a competition where they're like, you know, we've all had it where they come out and go, this, you and the second guy were the best. And you're right. like...
1: It doesn't, fucking, it doesn't we're not, why is there no competition? ribbons here. Yeah, it's yeah. not.
2: We're just trying to. That's so such an American
1: thing is everything. Of course. You are the best. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, I'm not, we're not playing basketball. No. Yeah. This we're, is an art form. There's no trophy. There's no best. But <laughs>
2: there's no there's So no best. that's going to happen regardless. So it's yeah. like, why wouldn't you want them to walk out also, which is more often than not, I think where people just go out, oh, man, what a great night. You know, right. And they just, you know, that yeah. guy and that guy. And, and love to create that. Uh, it's a, like, like like That's why I have Adam. That's why I have you open for me. Eric,
0: that's why I have you open for me. Because I want the audience to walk out going, what the Fuck, did we just
1: see? But you're a rational person. I mean, you're a rational, down to earth person. In in this Uh, town, people are, what? Uh, We could probably argue that, but yeah, sure. (laughs) Yeah, but some people let their ego destroy their lot. Ego is the death of comedy. Sure. You know, more people have been taken down by their ego than anything else. Have have people
2: ever tried to tell you with that uh, voice when you started putting it on? Did people be, hey, man, like, don't, like, be you? Like, that's not how you talk, so why would you? All the time. And you never took it into consideration?
1: Uh,. No. Good for you, man. And it wasn't like that. It's just that it, oh, it wasn't like I did it to be stubborn or to prove a point or I thought I was right and they were wrong. I listen to what they say. People tell me that to this day, and I, I try to tone it down, but it's like that's just what comes out when I get up there. Yeah. I can't just talk yeah. normal. And that's how... Like, but just be you. But I'm like, that is me. That's yeah. how you are. That's, you know? that's normal Eric on stage. It's it's like that. It, this is fucking just how... It, I mean, I, I don't do it as much of a character mm-hmm. as I was when I was younger. It was such a character. Now I kind of do it in the beginning yeah. and take it down and not. But that's just how it comes but out. But we're all a
2: heightened version of ourselves on because you're yeah. performing. So that's just where... Right.
1: It's a but the you thing, channel it that way, right? The thing about comedy to me is it's a performance. It's yeah. a, it's an entertainment. I think people, I, I I see some people that just forget that. Yeah, right. You know, they just want it
2: like you can have great jokes, but hey, man, are you selling them? Um, do you, are you emotionally connected to them? Do you um, people also? Right. Yeah, the entertainment factor. I mean, and that's why uh, you know uh, you can when people are like, oh, fucking, you know, Care Top is like not a funny comic. It's like. Okay, well, like I, maybe because of the prop stuff, you're not even putting him in the comic boat. But like, he's animated and he's expressive, and, and he sells like, out every night, and he
0: gets standing ovations. Like, I I don't get it. Like, and so for someone to say to you, "Hey, man, don't do that voice," because that that that's not right. It's like, yeah, but then you look at the audience. That also
1: comes from a place of jealousy and envy Absolutely. too, where they're like, "But oh, I don't fuck. want to be like everybody else." Yeah, it's, but here's exactly the, here's the thing. I mean, we we've all done the road for a number of years, and mm-hmm. it's like. Look, I'm an artist. I, I respect comedy as an art form, and, but it's also like comedy is a weird thing. It's like if the audience isn't laughing, it's bad. Mm-hmm. But you can't also go up there and just pander to the audience. Sure, but, but I, I because so people. I think people don't like Kermit or Opera, the cable guy, or certain comp because they think they're just pander. For Froyo, for <laughs> Froyo, MC Froyo, because they think they're pandering to the lowest common denominator. Yeah. But I'm like, if you're on the road, are you going to go up and bomb and be like, I'm such an artist, or are you going right. to go up and give them what they want? You have to find a happy medium. Yeah. You give them what you want, but they also like it. Did 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 the audience have a good time? Yes. Mission accomplished. Yeah, and I'm not saying you have to go up there and do the, the slip on a banana peel and just play with your dick the whole time. Wait, I mean, do you well, do that? Because I, because I do. That's that. my closest. That, Shit, <laughs> I pull my right. dick out and go. Hey, and my dad's like, what was well, that did kid? anybody get hurt? Yeah, what if was it? anyone hurt? <laughs> up in his motherfucker. My dad was like, was there a
2: banana peel? <laughs> was there a banana peel? Well, then he didn't. He didn't commit to the whole bit. Were I people showed...
1: laughing when he pulled his PP out? I found it very entertaining.
2: Four callbacks and once, well done. When did you? Um, uh, okay, so then you came out to L.A. and like, let's talk about that just transition. I didn't I, tell you
1: about my first. Can oh, I tell you this one story? Yeah, yeah, fire away. My third time on stage, <laughs> I did the University of Maryland, and there was three hundred students the there. Terrapins. The terrapins. Yeah. And the prize was five hundred dollars, and I go up on the second contestant. The first okay. contestant is this eight year old child genius who goes to college. He's like Doogie Hauser. He goes that? up, does five minutes, destroys, he's eight years old, PG. I go up, do the mom jerk off joke. <laughs> right out Ooh, right out the gate. <laughs> right out the gate. This
2: kid closes with like, and that's and four plus five equals I don't wanna do my homework.
1: Get out, everybody. And you're like, I'm jerking up behind my mom's couch. <laughs> well no, he, he had closed with this is his clo- this is his closer. Okay. I asked my teacher, would you ever yell at me for something I didn't do? The teacher's like, of course not. He's like, good, because I didn't do my homework. (laughs) Crowd's laughing. i go up and be like, would you? I asked my teacher, would you ever yell at me for something I didn't do? I was like, bitch, I didn't do my homework because I was chucking off. I was chucking off.
2: That's what you did?
1: (laughs) Boo. They covered the kid's ears and escorted him out. All my friends from Pizza Hut were there. All my brother pizza. This girl Megan, I was in love with, who literally never talked to me, and uh, she came up to me in tears afterwards and goes, "It was good." (laughs) (laughs) Some of my friends haven't seen me from till that. Could you not go
2: back to Pizza Hut after that?
1: (laughs) I had to. That was my job. And everyone's like, "Eric, man, you have such balls. I couldn't do it." Yeah, they loved you, the
2: Pizza Hut gang. (laughs) Which, by the way, that's Uh, uh, see, I'm talking about bands, (laughs) by the way, with cool names. If YouTube was called the Pizza Hut gang. I mean, they still be killing. They still be killing.
1: It. Uh, so you go back to Pizza, Hut and they're like, "Fuck yeah, dude, that was awesome!" Like, no, do you remember when I said that the, the, the people at the movie theater looked at me with respect? Yeah, the exact opposite of the Pizza <laughs> people. They looked at me like I was, "Fuck you, Pizza Hut." <laughs> But if you were chasing a dream... I mean, dominoes from here on out. Yeah, Yeah, but if I was chasing a dream... Say I'm your cousin, yeah. my cousin Eric. And I'm like, hey, Adam, I'm going to move out to uh, Nashville to become a country star. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay, do you have a song? And I'm like, we're... And I just can't sing. And I'm like, we're going to get in And you're like, Jesus Christ. That's how they looked at me, like, Eric's delusion. Oh, delusional. God. You, He's oh, never going to make Cause it. Because you would express the
0: dream to, to the, uh, yeah. the rest of the HUD crew. Everyone and knew were, I wanted to be a comic. And, and, then, and then, so the, they're literally watching the dream essentially die... Right in front of so her, or so they think.
1: Oh, it died. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it was buried,
1: and, Eric, and we had the fucking okay, Eric,
2: why don't you take uh, deliveries tonight, and uh, just go ahead and, uh, this this next delivery is in fucking Des Moines, Iowa, and just go ahead
1: and uh, <laughs> drop that pizza off, and, and look for an apartment. Yeah, yeah, the land's cheap there. <laughs> but look, we've all bombed, but it's mm-hmm. almost like, comedy's not about bombing, it's about I'm going to get up tomorrow. Right. And so to I was going to say, you did, so you bombed it's so hard. There's something, free- it's so embarrassing, and is so defeating, that it's almost like, well, fuck it, I faced it. Yeah, it's like I faced the fear. Yeah, and and then it's never that bad.
0: And then you get to do it again. Yeah, and you're like, okay, so I'll just try again tomorrow. That drive home
1: is never good. You're like those fucking, fucking brea. They don't know (laughs) what comedy is. No, it doesn't matter. Whoever's in the crowd, whatever city, you're like the fucking Cincinnati. They're a bunch of pieces (laughs) of shit. It doesn't matter where you are. Those people are assholes. Wait, before we uh, go back to
2: um, you coming to L. A. Any great Pizza Hut stories, man? (laughs)
1: Iced and give over. us some
2: like inside, like because I've heard we've and all heard that's when the, and that's when Adam Ray's inner fat child spoke up, and went,
0: "Well, I have something to say."
2: <laughs> <laughs> any great Pizza Hut stories? Oh my god! <laughs> I did lick my lips when I asked that question. Eric, could... any great
1: stories about the stuff crust? <laughs> what do they put in the dipping sauce? <laughs> Talk slower. I develop a fat Te- kid. Fairy list. tears. We don't have. There's no great Pizza Hut stories. Well, a Pizza Hut story. I'm tar- what great story? One time a guy calls, and he's like, I want breast sticks. <laughs> Long story short, I ended up fucking him in the ass, okay? <laughs> there are no great pizza stories. <laughs> so now I am, getting chased by the mafia <laughs> the with a fucking eight-piece wings <laughs> under my arms. Hey. And I'm like, I need this story. I'm either gonna die or make this story. There are no great pizza stories. I delivered pizza, well, but I mean, like, what, Okay, so you didn't like run into any crazy people that like. No, only in porn movies you knock on the door <laughs> with the pizza and they're like, oh, "I don't have any money, but do you want to titty fuck me?" And I've got I'm like, "Yeah." Snickers
2: coochie, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, so, so, so,
0: like, when you bomb in that situation, then how do you like? Do you then immediately bounce back?
1: Do you say? fuck, I'm never doing this again, do you? I went up the next week, and I did good. Awesome. And I was like, I never minded bombing, because I was mm-hmm. like, I, I'll do whatever it takes to be the best comedian in the world. I love that. And I'm still like that.
0: I, I, I love, because some, sometimes, and that's what I think really determines if, if people continue to be a comic uh, in this business, is how they react the very first time oh, yeah. they bomb. That's,
2: It's a crossroads. Yeah. You get it, and you either go, all right, well, that sucked. I don't want to feel like that again. So right. to prevent that, I'm going to stop doing it. Or sure. I'm going to just make sure that happens by putting in years more work afterwards. Right. But that was never even a question for you. You were like, I'm, I know. I mean, yeah. at what point did – I mean, do you realize, like, how long it's going to take to get really good? Or are you just like, oh, cool. Like, I didn't do well that time. So now I'll just keep going up and eventually get better. But it also sounds
1: like you were having some good nights and some bad nights. You know what, man? It, it's almost like I don't want to become – Perfect, and you're never going to become perfect. you never. You know what? I asked, my grandfather told me uh, before he died. He was like, he was, he was like really old. And I'm like, uh, he's like, Eric, life's not about getting stuff, it's about having something to do. And I think that's what comedy – you can get hmm. the nice iPhone and the car and the beautiful wife in the house, and it's like – but it's, you need something to do. You need that carrot to chase after. That's what life is. That's the fun. Dude, a thousand percent. You get something, yeah. and the next day it's old. And you're going to want – wanting stuff never stops. Right. Greed never stops. Mm-hmm. It doesn't stop. So it's that getting that thing. But I want to be – the, I want people falling out of their fucking seats. They they do. They already yeah. do. But you I, want I, a, like a giant you want it on Better. That. I always it's never, you good, enough it level, I, it's never good. You want it on an arena level. It's never good enough. I want the perfect act, the perfect jokes, yeah. the perfect performance. I, I mean, ugh, god. It's I, the only thing that's real. Ri-. Comedy's the only actual art form where you don't have a director, you don't have a studio. You don't you're the writer, you're the star, you're the choreographer. You're mm. the you're, you it's you. Mm-hmm. You can do whatever you want up there. And, and, and that's what it, that's that is what an art form is. There's no third party, like, well, hey, I wrote the script. Well, hey, we need to add Vin Diesel and the top forty <laughs> hits to sell, and then the sure. movie becomes a piece of shit. Well, and, and also it's the only
0: sort of art form, at least that I, I can think of, where there's just that immediate feedback. You immediately know, like, if you do a painting. It, ta- it takes you however long to do the painting and then right. you put it up and then it's like then you have to have come, people come and stand in front of it for 30 <laughs> minutes go and hmm, and then you know whatever but like comedy you say the joke and right then you know was that good was you that know. bad you know yeah, you know when a joke does not work did that yeah. Did that work or not? Yeah. And, and and that's the part that I love about it. So. I, w-
2: I want to talk about a story, and this ties in, and, and however much you want to talk about your sobriety and that part of your life sure. we can get into, but there's one story in particular that Mark Saratella, a friend of the podcast, told me about in which you went to the Comedy Underground in Seattle, and this can maybe segue into it, uh, and I don't know exactly the um, details in, uh, of the story, but A, you hate flying, right? Hate it. I'm scared of it. You took a 36-hour train ride to Seattle from Los Angeles. I did. Which, hey, can I tell you this? It's actually a very nice ride. It was beautiful, yeah. But it's it, also 36 hours, sure. B- versus a two-and-a-half-hour plane ride. With no... I I had no
1: phone at the time. Oh, shit. I had with a No magazine. Tetris
2: possibilities. I had a you had to You had to sit, stare out the window or make conversation with people or stand up and wave your dick around and hope people thought that was funny
1: <laughs> and would want to talk to you. Uh, beep, beep! I talked, to, I talked to some 17-year-old girl who's reading like a knockoff Twilight. I know everything <laughs> about this book series. She's like, and the main guy, Ethan, is a werebear. And I'm like... <laughs> I'm so bored I'm you know, of my tongue. How parties. many hours left? Yeah. Werebears?
0: That, that, that That's one of the dark characters of uh, Bernstein Bears. I did not know the about Werebears.
1: She was the only person up at three in the morning. So I was like, I was talking to like Chelsea about this book series. It's like a uh, teen goth fiction. Jesus. Okay.
2: Every year they'll pump out a new creature with weird teeth that is that girls want to sleep with.
1: Girl, it's always like the bad boy, but he's he has a dark secret that he's a werewolf or a yeah. vampire. I'm a werewolf. Psych, I'm a bat. Psych, I'm yeah. a fucking
2: kangaroo. Yeah. Psych,
1: I'm Jewish. You're like, what?
2: Oh, God.
0: Now, that, now that's
1: horrifying. Fuck you.
0: Uh,
2: so, all right. So you go to the Comedy Underground. And a uh, great club. You do
1: these shows. I know the story, Mark. Yeah. Club. Okay. So. Well, yeah, you tell it, man. Yeah. Some, I, yeah. Okay. So I get to the. I, I'm scared of flying. It's something I need to work on. So I get to the Comedy Underground a day early because I want to do the open mic night. And uh, they don't have a hotel for me because it's Seafair in Seattle. So yeah, all the which if you don't
2: there. know, that's a giant like the hydroplane races. It's on Lake Washington. Yeah. I mean, just all sorts of, uh, you know, food and booze and everyone. People bring their boats
1: to it's, watch all these hydroplane races. Right. Yeah, it's incredible. It's, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. Seattle, yeah. everything's like right. the Sea Tech Airport is the only available hotel. And that's until the next day. OK. So like you can sleep in the green room of the club. The club is in the basement of a gigantic bar. Mm-hmm.
2: So, right in the heart of Pioneer Square which is next to the uh, Mariner Stadium the Seahawks Stadium right next to the city, yeah kind of a shady area
1: a lot of homeless people outside. yeah that's <laughs> what I mean by that very shady area and then they're also like the, and I'm, I'm a big I believe in ghosts and all that kind of stuff so like the club is haunted and I'm like Jesus Christ so I'm there that's by what myself. the guy said yeah I'm okay. a 34 year old grown man and I have all the lights on so and I'm trying to fall asleep before they open my gowns because I don't want to be there alone because there are some couches in the green room. It's a spacious green room, it's and they big. have these horrible, like the comedy tragedy masks. Yeah, and they're at night they're creepy, and oh, they have yeah. these Mardi Gras faces. <laughs> so I wake up at three in the morning, I feel a chill. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm so fucking freaked. Mm-hmm. I get my shoes on, I get my shirt on. I'm like, now you're, go- you're ghost hunter Eric Myers. I'm like, it, it's creepy downstairs. Have you been in the, a comedy it's, underground? Yeah, dude. It's, Imagine it's, being there by it, yourself at three in the morning. Oops. No, I don't want to. Stop talking about that <laughs> for me. And I'm like, Eric, you're 34 years old. You're a goddamn grown man. Just, there's no such thing as ghosts. And then I hear like the air conditioner going. I'm like, Jesus God! So I
2: run Wait, what upstairs. what was the noise? What did it do that
1: made you go? You know the air conditioner goes on? It's like Bruh. you know how an air conditioner sounds when it goes on. <laughs> not that. That's, that's, that's a that's a ghost conditioner. It's,
2: Eric.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this is not the air conditioner. This is the ghost of yeah. You know, that's newer... like old, old man Hinkelstein spirit of evil. Can I fucking- That's when you were a little subject. And when it was like, this is not an air conditioner. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so I want to do five minutes tomorrow. <laughs> You Give piece me, of shit! Goes to yeah. past open micers. Goes to past open micers. And uh, I go upstairs, and I'm by myself. I have 40 days sober. Mm-hmm. And uh, I go upstairs, and I'm in a bar. It's three in the morning, and there's God. just every booze, every beer, <laughs> oh everything. God. And I could have. And there's no. I, was, I didn't see any cameras up there. So there's the green room. This is w- no. The green oh, no. room's okay. downstairs. Right. So you went up to the bar. Upstairs is a bar. Still, yeah, that's right. But the bar's empty. Yeah. I'm in the bar by so you myself. Had access to both levels. I didn't know that. I had access to both levels. Oh shit! So it's like being in the in a bar of like Applebee's or Outback. Like I have access to an entire bar. And if you a are a alcohol. boozer, this is heaven. And I'm scared, which <laughs> is a trigger. Sure, and I'm on the road, which is a trigger, and I'm Ugh. an alcoholic, which is a trigger, and you're and, by yourself, yeah. and, no one's and I'm watching like, you. and I'm 40 days sober, and I'm like, I, I was like, I have my phone, I, but I'm like, I can't call my sponsor. It's four in the morning, and I looked at all the booze, and I was just like, and I don't know. Something taught me in AA. It's like, just you don't have to drink right now. I can drink in an hour. Like the beer's still gonna be there, and I'm like, okay. So I'm like, let me find oh, something to do for an hour. And okay. usually the craving goes away. So I just, I, I, I ended up just falling asleep. Just oh, <laughs> buy yourself some time. Yeah, you say, I drink in an hour. Yeah. I'll drink at five. I'm not going to drink now. Wow. So I find something to do till five. And and that's like,
2: usually how I am with some of these candles. I go, all right, I can buy a Skittles candle tomorrow. <laughs> Don't buy six right now. It's a problem.
1: Um, but right. that was free.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then he goes to the checkout line, and then he sees like all, all, all the candies. They put smaller ones with the film oh, and those are his triggers. Yeah. So yeah. Uh,
1: okay, so there are there are an alarming number of
2: candles in here. Alarming, <laughs> or maybe inviting? Maybe fucking figure out a different way to phrase that, Eric. Don't you? there's one thing you, you can make is fun of my family, is the electricity gonna
1: go off? You can make fun of my family. You can make fun of my fucking. <laughs> ouch I haven't seen this many candles since I saw the movie Dracula what's going on (laughs) were there a lot of candles in that movie yeah he was in a castle there was no electricity
2: right, (laughs) Jesus Christ expect me to know the fucking engineering uh, layout of fucking Dracula's castle why don't you All right, so then okay so then uh, by far your craziest I mean like story to have to deal with post sober yeah
1: Oh, that was my craziest story. Uh, Sober or drunk on the road? Well,
2: so I want to use that to segue into just um, and however much you want to uh, uh, embark on it. But just
1: when... I don't mind. You can ask me whatever, buddy.
2: When it... uh, when What got you down that path? And uh, Because obviously you're great now and crushing it on all levels and you've sober for
1: how many days now? 17 months on the 23rd. There you go, buddy. Yippers, skippers. Well done. Longest I've ever had.
0: That's great, buddy.
1: Yeah. yeah. It, it, but, but what
0: sort of, I don't know if, it, yeah, what starts it
2: for you? At what, a, like, or, what yeah, age what, did you discover? Because, right. you know, I, I know kids who, uh, you know, uh, got really bad into it. And Dare was the thing that introduced it because it was such a, like, here's, you know, weed makes cartoons funny and cookies even better. And they're like, fucking give it to me. I'm nine, you know? <laughs> so it's like.
1: <laughs> when I, what age did I discover? I was not Yeah, like, it?
2: what, or, or just when did you get a taste and go, oh shit, there's, this isn't going to stop?
1: Uh, I always kind of drank alcoholically. Um, I didn't touch anything until I was about 18, but, um, I believe alcoholism in my case is genetic. Whereas Mm -hmm. when you just start drinking. It for sure is. Yeah. I believe that. Um, I'm not a doctor or whatever, but I mean, the first time I drank, we were going to have a school assembly. My parents had this bottle of Captain Morgan. My parents never drank or did drugs. Mm -hmm. They're very nice people. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, I had a really nice childhood so I was never abused I was never molested I was never like I had a nice maybe life. that's why you were looking to spice it up I was looking to spice it up <laughs> like, things so are too the, great so you <laughs> like go to
0: mom and dad this is your fault you never molested me if only you did we could have prevented this entire thing wow
1: <laughs> I, I'm not even going to touch that so we had this bottle of Captain Morgan's and like my parents never drank it so I was like 80% full they only like brought it out when company was over or whatever so uh, I would always look at that bottle of Captain Morgan's and I was always like fascinated by it and i always had like all this anxiety and like self-consciousness so one morning before school i just took the captain bryans and i smelled it or the captain morgan's smelled it and i mixed it with root beer and i started drinking it and i started all the voices in my head all the negative thoughts all this all this constant anxiety just went away and i was like Uh oh "Oh my god i feel great Uh and i was like i want to feel like this all the time yeah and then i ate these pineapple chunks i started drinking more captain morgan's (laughs) put water in it shaking it up So they couldn't tell anything was been taken out and I go to school and I throw up all over my desk. Pineapple chunks everywhere. <laughs> oh, and the teacher geez. comes up, he goes, Are you okay? I'm like, I'm fine. I've just shit all over my shirt. <laughs> oh, my he's God. like, he's like, you need to go to the nurse. And I walk down the hall and my friend goes, Hey, Eric, and I go blah! Oh, Which dad- wait, wait, wait. Let's just stop to
2: acknowledge that friend. He goes, Hey Eric, can you immediately puke? <laughs> so that kid immediately looks in the mirror and goes, Fuck, maybe this is not the shirt or the fucking <laughs> haircut that's gonna get yeah. me further in life. Cause this kid just puked upon That kid killed himself
1: that night. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he didn't. All right. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> Here, can we hang out later? Blah! Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh All my right. god, yeah. So, so you go to the nurse. I go to the, the nurse, and I was like, I'm sick, and my dad took me home. He's like, you smell like alcohol really bad. He's like, I was like, hey, no, 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 I'm just sick. I'm just sick, and I think he knew what was going on. And then I started smoking weed because weed's easier to get in high school than booze. Mm-hmm. And with my friend Alex, we'd smoke weed. And if I couldn't get weed, mm-hmm. we would find booze somewhere. And then I started drinking. Then I went to college. I started uh, drinking like every day and smoking pot every day. Yeah. And I started. Where it's encouraged and really acceptable. Yeah, but I did it by myself. And I didn't do it. Still? Yeah, I I didn't do it to fit in. It was isolation. (coughs) It was just an escape. It was like an escape from reality. And um, yeah, it was just always like that. And comedy
2: was still, but you're still at this point like wanting to do comedy? Always wanted to do comedy. So did it uh, hinder or like, I mean, you wouldn't perform fucked up, would you? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah.
1: But still do well. Well, the, di- the disease is kind of progressive. So when I first started drinking, you know, 18, 19, 20, until about 25, I would just drink at night and mm. I'd be sick during okay. the day. And then I discovered Xanax. And I knew when I woke up in the morning, the hangover, I would take the Xanax and feel better. And if I had a couple beers in the morning, then if I, if I kept drinking, I, so I always oh, try to geez. control. So, all, so like you see, had that cover. Right. Oh, and then I would kind of binge worse. drink where I'd have a little because I got a DUI. Mm-hmm. And then I got, uh, and I I got court ordered to go to AA. So I was introduced to AA at about twenty two. Yeah, and I had like a thirty day sober. And at the time when you're an alcoholic, no one wants to go to AA. No one wants to not party, right? You because life is still kind of good or something. And yeah. I didn't. I was like, fuck AA. I don't want to be sober. I'm bored. I'm this sure. and that. But I realized I was attaching pleasure to those things. I was attaching uh, something fun. To be at, But I was never having fun. It was just, gotcha. it was just abusing a substance. So, and it was only by yourself you didn't have any partners in crime. I would drink with my friends, yeah. but after a while, it got so bad that people thought I was sober. So when I relapsed, I would be alone. Ooh. And I didn't want people to know. Yeah. I, I, was, right, I didn't right, want people right. to see how fucked up I was. So you were good at hiding oh, I was not good at hiding it. Okay. But I would have a little while sober, then I would binge for like a week. And then I would just fuck up my career. I'd be like the Funny Bone and just get hammered and they would fire me. Yeah, I think you
2: were telling me when we were on the train to San Diego. what you were on stage and they, what, did you?
1: One time, um, I got arrested one time in between shows. In between shows? I was at the Cincinnati Funny Bone. Yeah. And they wouldn't let me drink at the club. Everybody knew my rap. So I had a backpack full of beer and Xanax. So I'd go, Mm -hmm. I'd drink a little bit before the first show. I'm featuring for, uh, I forget, Bobby Slayton. Okay. So I go up and do my 30 minutes, Bobby comes on, and I can't drink at the club, so I go, there's like a Barnes & Noble in the shopping center. I know, I know the place. I go place. in the bathroom, yep. I sit on the, in the toilet in the stall, lock the door, start drinking and taking Xanax, and oh, I pass geez. out on the floor, and the cops arrest me. So by the time Bobby Slayton gets off stage... I'm being dragged out in handcuffs to the cop car. So everyone that just saw me on stage sees me getting arrested.
0: This is my closer.
1: <laughs> Got fired. The next Good night, time. everybody. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Literally, <did> it. yeah. <laughs> and I fucked up my career really bad. But you know what? It's like um, it was what it was. You know. Well, and that
0: sort of stuff, sadly, had to happen in order for you to truly get help and
1: finally. And I don't, finally, realize those kind of things. Yeah, or, I don't believe anything happens wrong. No, you're right, and I don't okay. believe anything happens by accident. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, if I can, if I can help people, a lot of people call me, man, that want to get sober or have issues, and I feel very fortunate that people are calling me for help. Yeah, this is your success story? Thank you. 18 months ago, I was like sleeping in the bushes. I remember walking up to the comedy store with just a bathing suit, no shirt, and no <laughs> shoes, and asking to go on stage. Right. And well, I, I'm really pissed. I missed that night. I had a bag full of beer that I had <laughs> stolen from Rite Aid. Wow. And I was like, Can I get a stage? And they're like, Doc, you can't we can't let you in here, Eric. And I'm like, Why are you doing this to me? And they go, You're doing this to you And I was like, Oh, well, like the, Wow.
0: The amazing
1: part is like when I saw Wait, wait, yeah, or, wait, say that real quick. Wait, what? No, my name's going to be on the wall. Yeah. Eric's <laughs> a
2: paid. Wait, he is a paid regular. Let's not brush over that. That's fucking
1: incredible. I was banned there. They wouldn't let me in. No, they they they, they wouldn't ban me, but they were like, they banned me that. They didn't ban me, that, like you have to leave right now.
2: And then you got your shit together and <laughs> yeah. and and did what you got to do is and be around and go up and be not a piece of shit, be funny and nice and then they obviously you when you when you were uh cleaning in a great place to do what you do, then the store acknowledged it and Yeah, your name's gonna get on the wall. Yeah, you became a paid regular this year, right? Yeah, May
1: second was my first paid show,
0: and that and and just so people understand, uh, Comedy Store just went through a management change. Yeah, about when did that happen? Maybe like six seven months ago. Yeah, like, and I'm pretty sure you were the only person since then that's been passed. Am I wrong? Do you guys know? No, Candace Thompson, Thompson, Candace
1: Thompson, Earl Skakel. Yeah,
0: yeah, but who are all like? so three people. Not very many. In that time. Yeah. And that and that's not to say that people aren't trying. There's still a ton of people trying yeah, trying right. to be trying to be passed there, and you got past. So the fact
2: that you went from a place where you're walking up there in a bathing mm-hmm. suit. Yeah, by the way, they're not gonna write your name on the wall, it's just gonna be a picture of a bathing suit. <laughs> I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> they had us vote, I voted yes, so uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just some shorts for the palm tree on I it. Can I tell
1: you this? Yeah. Um you know Ricky Luna who hangs out at the store? No. He's one of the door guys. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah. Ricky. Okay. Okay. Ricky, he'd always be out front of the store handing out, like, the tour buses come up yeah. during yeah. the day at the comic store, and he'd free hand tickets. Out free tickets. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a cell phone, and I knew Ricky would always let me use his cell phone, you know? So um, I'm living with my friend, another comic, and I relapsed, and he's like, You can't stay here and drink. So I go, mm-hmm. Fuck you. And I, I, I sleep in the bushes next to Trocodero on sunset. There's that animal place, Holy and there's these bushes, and I was sleeping in the bushes for like five days. What the fuck? Sleeping in the bushes for five days. I would steal beer from Rite Aid on Fairfax and Sunset. I would walk in, take a 30-pack, and walk out. No one ever stopped me. I would do this two or three times a day and just sit in the bushes and drink beer. And uh, I was fucked up. I lost my shoes, lost my wallet, lost my ID. Yeah. And, uh... Might have sold your shoes. I might have sold my shoes (laughs) for a crack or something. So I'm like, fuck this. I can't. I'm fucked up. So Mm -hmm. this was like 19 months ago. So I walk into the store and I'm like, Ricky. He's like, oh my God, what's wrong with you? I'm like, Can I use your phone? I call my dad. I'm like, Dad, can you give me a bus ticket back to Florida? He's like, Yeah, I will. Fuck. And I looked at all the names on the walls of the comedy store. And I grew up like idolizing this place, romanticizing this place, Sam Kennison, Polly Shore and I was like, I can't leave. If I leave, I'm not coming back. And I was like, I'm gonna stay here. And my dad's like Okay, and I hung up the phone and left, and I drank for like two more days, then got my sh- went to the hospital and got detoxed, and that was that. Holy shit! Is that crazy as shit. So that was your moment where was you like moment, you yeah. knew that if the bus comes and picks you up, I wasn't coming. The back. dream is dead. My dream was to always to move to Hollywood, and I moved to Florida to save up money to stay with my yeah. friend Carmen for like a for six months, and I kept relapsing, kept fucking up. I think it was self sabotaging or just a uh-huh. fear of success, and I was like, uh, but "Eric, when are you move to Hollywood, soon, soon, soon," and I I would save up five hundred dollars and go buy. Insert name a stupid fucking thing I don't need. For sure, sure. you were scared. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. scared, and I got out of here and I was terrified. I get spots at the Laugh Factory, and there'd be Leo, Whitney Cummings, famous people. I'm like, I'm not. I'm and not you get on them, but them.
2: you would do your thing, but you just couldn't see that because you were so what, just filled with fear and filled with fear.
1: My first show here was at the Parlor,
2: yeah, and I almost like
0: had a heart attack. Yeah, that's a that's a scary place <laughs> for those who have never been there.
1: Yeah, Parlor's not an easy crowd. No. Even for the most seasoned professional, you were sleeping in bushes 19 months ago,
2: yeah. and now your name is about to be painted on the most prestigious club like in the world. It's fucking crazy, dude. Wow, it's crazy.
1: That uh, f- it's so crazy, that, and that that's I'm, an actual true story.
0: And I'm so fucking happy for you, thanks, uh, For mul- for multiple reasons. I mean, just because you're this guy that the other comics would always we would we would always talk about on the road. Like, God, Eric needs to stay sober. Eric yeah. needs to stay sober. All these comics root for you because we see what you're capable of. We see what you do on stage and the br- the brilliant sets that you put together. And I and I don't say that half-heartedly. Uh, and we're, we're just like God. If he stays sober, this guy's going to be a fucking monster. And so now you're now so now you put the year together. Your name's going to the comedy store. You got ball. your special, and that was uh, your special Dopeless Romantic on Hulu, which right. which people can check out. Yeah, and you were just on Showtime. You, yeah. you you just appeared on uh, Andrew Dice Clay's show, uh, and, and like now that you're putting together these months after months of sobriety, these amazing things are ha- are happening for you. It's crazy, and it's so good. And you, we're all so happy because we're just like, fuck, yes, he's fi- he's
1: doing it. He's he's finally fucking doing it. He's because we also living up to his potential. Yeah, we Brad also know. Gave, oh, go ahead. Uh, I remember Brad gave me paid guest spots. Yeah. If people aren't comics, no one pays you to do a guest spot. Mm-hmm. I mean, and Brad paid me, I think, like feature money to do guest spots for yeah. him and Brea. And at the time, if Brad had said that now, I'd be like, dude, you don't have to do that. Like mm-hmm. I can't accept that. At the time I was so poor. I was like, Can you give me the check that night? Like I <laughs> well, yeah, rent, I was so rent, poor I had no pride. Well do yeah, I was, was like, bu- please give me money. Rent, I can't. I need the to rent eat.
2: for those bushes was not cheap. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was
2: what? $25 Very expensive. Twenty five dollars a night.
1: Angels. This is West Hollywood bushes. <laughs> <laughs> Even the bushes cost money. <laughs> Good night, everybody. The homeless guy next to me, like I, you, I shit in Beverly Hills. I ain't shit in these sidewalks like some vagabond. I shit out front of Prada. We, uh,
2: we also know too is comics too, just how like a uh, much of a black hole people can get sucked into, and
1: and some Should don't happen. make it out of it, man. Yeah. As we, you know, like and so this town, can be rough, dude. Dude, it's fuck. You this town's an emotional clusterfuck. I, Hey, yep. here's a million dollars in your dreams. Oh, never mind. We're not going to pick up your show. Yeah, when, uh, when,
2: What? Dude, when people were like, hey, Justin Bieber bought a monkey and peed in a trash can, I'm like, oh, and he's 20, he's 20, <laughs> and that's the craziness? Dude, shouldn't we be applauding him that that's as
1: crazy <laughs> that's as like, it's getting? That's like
0: all he's doing. I mean, oh, man. Dude,
1: if somebody videotaped me when I was 21, if somebody videotaped me now, I would, people would be like, Eric is a fucking psychopath. I'm like, yeah. But nobody wants, you know, if you're famous, it's like, what do you, these people are 22 and they're millionaires. Yeah. What the fuck do you think they're doing? Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And, but
0: but like, and the reason why, like, I I paid you for the guest spots is A, I knew you needed the money. And B, I just wanted to keep you busy. And I I wanted to keep you, like, doing shows because, I mean, idle hands are absolutely the devil's play thing. And I I think you called me one time. It was like, Brad, I'm I not getting spots. I need work. and I was like, well, fuck come out like yeah. do yeah. shows yeah you have to you're yeah. also
2: so humble too man and that like people don't realize how far that goes like to not cuz you know i know you know how great you are so but you don't I don't feel the, that way <laughs> Hey, and I'm not going to discourage you from. I mean, you should acknowledge it. But some
1: like, nights I'm like, I'm really funny. Some nights I look at my jokes. And I'm like, what? As the long fuck as you have like moments
2: of that, because yeah. like it's going to always continue to keep driving you. If you get complacent and you're just like I'm fucking always great, then you're not going to be driven or try to push yourself or get better than where you are now. I don't but, feel great. <laughs> all right, well, that's maybe I'll give you a couple candles to take home
1: with you because the Skittles candles. I don't feel that you, bad. <laughs> how dare you I don't know what shots time's the what time's the seance shots fire. we're bringing up ghosts of fucking Christmas past but what I'm saying is
2: like, you're but you're b- being humble about it too so we're like you know you're grateful and yeah. you're and you're and also as people say like you people want to work and be around people that aren't um, uh, you know uh, a piece of a piece of shit right. so it's like uh, I don't know you know if, if that comes from your probably sounds like your parents are pretty good people and they've instilled that
1: in you As you, my mom is like the best person. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She's like, uh, just like zero ego. Like my mom is just like uh, just the nicest person.
2: So it's got to be a part of you too that was like I want to do right by them. Yeah, when you like were standing there in your fucking two piece and you were like, <laughs> I'm assuming it was a two piece. We, we never got yeah. specific about what the bathing suit was, but for my own sake, uh, it, was,
1: <laughs> it, was yeah. it was a it was a C string collection. Yeah,
2: a C string. But I'm saying like you probably had a moment where you're like, I mean, right? Like you're if your parents are that, you're like I don't like fuck, man. If they hear about me. If there's a
1: picture of me in the bushes sent to them, Like, what are they going to think? Well, my dad would always bail me out whenever I got in trouble. My dad would like come rescue me. My mm-hmm. parents drove to Iowa one time when I got thrown off a bus. From, I got thrown off a Greyhound bus from, from, from Florida? Florida. From Florida, okay. From Florida. I, was, I got thrown off a Greyhound bus for drinking Sparks Energy alcohol drinks in the bathroom. My parents Sports. drove to Iowa. It was like 24 hours up and back. Yeah. My dad would always do shit for me <clears throat> my wow. whole life. And when my mom was like, we're not going to talk to you anymore, I was like, oh, man. I felt when you're homeless and you have nothing and you don't know anyone in this town, you feel like you don't exist yeah. and people treat you so. And I lived in a homeless shelter for like a month and a half. This place called path. And it was like, I was like, I'd rather be dead than be here. And it was like awful. And it was like, ah, that's a whole nother story. But it, it was just fucked up. Dude. But I put myself in that place. You know what I mean? Yeah. And but, I put myself in that place. But I, that's where I had to go to get sober. Uh, you know? Yeah, because how, now how good does it feel when you've gotten yourself out of that place? You, Dude, this morning I bought, bought an iPhone 6 Plus yeah. with my debit card. Yeah. And I was like, the most money I've ever had in my life was $2,500. And that mm-hmm. was from doing the Dice Clay show. Nice. And I spent that money in like a week because I bought a suit. <laughs> and uh, I bought this Tom Ford cologne that was like $8,000. It's made of like <laughs> okay. fucking. Well, somebody should have talked you out of that. piss <laughs> Because p- when you have low self esteem, you're like, I'm going to have a fancy shirt and walk in the parlor and be cool. And yeah, that sort of shit doesn't fucking unicorn work. Unicorn
2: fart cologne. Yeah. yeah.
1: You ever buy a new outfit no one notices? You're like, this shit costs $8,000. <laughs> <laughs> These pants are made of fucking Gucci leather. Can someone fuck me? Or think, I'm trying to be better than other people. And everyone here is wearing nicer shit than me. <laughs> oh. And uh, yeah, it was. Uh, but it's like, it's like. Like, and it's not a superficial... You're on fish- top of your shit is what you're feeling right now. It's not a superficial like, but it's like I'm becoming an adult. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. paying my bills. Hey, man, it takes a little time. We got a TV at our house, you know, I got food in my refrigerator, and that sounds really stupid. I'd never had shit like that. No, it, it, like, it doesn't sound And you're a stupid. comic, you know times are... You go sure. through times where you're like, you have oh, a, yeah. bar, a jar of peanut butter, and no. you're like, I might... A- Either die next week or get on. Yeah, get on be yeah. fun Hopefully, I can become
2: a spokesman for <laughs> peanut butter. Otherwise,
1: <laughs> yeah, you have we, weeks. are like, can I please do five minutes for free? Dude, there, there, there's, yeah.
0: there's just certain things. There's certain little milestones that you hit. where You're like, holy crap, I'm doing this now. Like, it's th- 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 crazy. Th- th- man. This is kind of working now. Yeah, and and I'm so, I'm so happy. That things are that things are coming together
1: for you. I'm happy and, for you guys, dude. I see you guys fucking movies, fucking <laughs> Showtime specials. It's like I know these guys. Well, and and
0: the thing that I want to stress to you is how much how much people are rooting for you. Yeah, how much the comic community, certainly anyone who sees your shows. I remember uh, that uh, uh, one time when you opened for me, um, there was a group that came up to me that were, also, that were also in the program. Yeah. And, like, they didn't know your story. So then when they saw you, they were fascinated by you. And, like, and, like that... Really? And, yeah. And, <laughs> and, 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 like, the same way you tell me, like, people write you to be like, hey, I'm going through this. I need right. help. Like, you are becoming... Or you, you are becoming, and certainly have the opportunity to come, that voice for those people. Yep. And that you're, you are going to help so many people when they see that, when they see what's possible. It, 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 this is so this is so cool that this is happening for you right now
1: that's oh man that's awesome yeah i don't think i was supposed to say i was in i have to say i'm in 12 step meetings i can't say much specifically sure the reason for that is because if i say i'm with a certain thing and then they see me fuck up and i'm any right. kind of level of fame they're like oh that thing doesn't work so it could affect other people Right. so right. i don't know so but i think i already i don't know so if i did say that and i broke a tradition i do apologize
0: <laughs> um but you know what though like uh and, and but we're all but we're all still here for you, and you're and you're and you're doing great. And from my other friends uh, uh, who are in the program, I know that you're never done. Like no. there's never a point where you're like I'm good. <laughs> yeah, no, like, okay.
1: like yeah,
0: yeah, that never happens. So no, nah. it's it's constantly working. on Is there yourself.
2: a routine that you have to kind of like keep things in in check? I have a
1: routine I do every day, and if I don't do it, I'm like batshit crazy. And those it ways are superstitious. If you say it, like, well, it, no, you- I, I, because alcoholism, the disease of alcoholism, it's not about the drinking or the drugs are a symptom, and mm-hmm. then like you still have the ism in your brain. You see me and how I am. That's how I, like, I have to meditate mm-hmm. just to be in public and not make an ass of myself and talk to, be like not horribly socially awkward. Mm-hmm. Take, I have to meditate, do yoga, go to my meeting and be like, okay, just go out and have fun and talk to people. Everyone likes you. No one's, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like just for me to interact and be normal in society takes work because I don't have the alcohol. So just for right. me to like go up to you and be like, hey, Adam, how are you? Yeah, you have to. Have and you're meditated. like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, is that a mad at me? Like my brain is crazy. <laughs> It's crazy.
2: Well, from here on out, know
1: that if I'm mad, it's because you didn't wear a bathing suit. <laughs> I have my routine. I go to the gym. Yeah. I do kijong, which is kind of like tai chi. Yeah. I do mm-hmm. yoga. I pray. I have a vision board. Then I go to my meeting from one to two. And then I um, eat lunch. I write jokes for half an hour. And then I take a nap. And then I go out and do shows. Sounds like a fun And that's what I've been doing routine. for 17 months. Dude. I don't break it. If I don't do my meditation in the morning, or go to my meeting, or do my pray, or do my little vision board, I'm, God, meditation. I'm it. I keep Kevin Nealon preached hard on, on this podcast. It's the about best thing that. ever, I, dude. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: Sk- uh, Sk- uh, Sklar Brothers. Just
2: yeah, uh, just, t- just fuck told me
0: about it. it yeah, really,
1: man. It's it's really um, it's it's one of the hardest things to do is to quiet down your mind. But e- there's no wrong way to meditate. And even doing it for five minutes. There's a lot of guided meditations on YouTube. There's even like a chakra one that's 10 minutes. And you get to make up your own uh, mantra, mantra right? Yeah, yeah. You can have pictures. I have a vision. You know what? I read a lot of self-help books, and it's like you know most people don't get where they want in life because they don't know what they want. So it's like, write down your goals. So I have like, I'll Google image pictures of shit that I want, and I'll put it on the vision board and be like, what are the top five things that I want? It's kind of surprising. And you're like, I want that. And a lot of stuff really happens. I, I promise you. You like, will it, yeah? You kind of will it into your existence. I know that sounds kind of weird, but no, life's fucking weird. Dude, dude, whatever works The fact for that you we're like. sitting here yeah. and uh, life's crazy. And if you're trying to make sense, if you're trying to tell me what's going on out there, no one fucking knows. Yeah, and, and, but like, the, the, the
0: same way we talked earlier about how can someone get mad at you for doing the voice if if it's causing people to laugh how can anyone get mad at your routines or stuff that you believe in or things that are things that you practice if it's al- allowing you to be successful in your sobriety Right, I just don't see how anyone could be like vision board like it's like
2: no fucker it's working well if it works for you and that's what yes. it's so similar I mean stand up in life hand in hand like this where it's like you figure out your style for stand up for what works for you and like how you prep for a show and, right. and your process for writing but it's like for life this is what works for you to set up to to be in a position to do your best so right. it's like uh I mean, I don't know how much you uh, – do people – I mean, does your family know you meditate? Do people
1: know that you – or do you kind of just go, oh, look, this is, what's, this is what I do and this is what works for me and I'm going to – Everybody knows. And it's like I'm very fascinated by the mind, the mentality of really successful people. And I see people like you and Brad who are just like always doing stuff. You know what I mean? Social media, shows. It's like – People see people become famous and they're like, Oh, he was an overnight success. No one's an overnight success. <laughs> That's where the compare game I feel like is no benefi- one. Yeah. is
2: beneficial where you you know, you look at your peers and and do kind of like you know, <coughs> compare as far as like being like, should I ask yourself like am I doing enough? Right. You know, but mm-hmm. when you're straight up looking like, he got that, why did I get that? It's like, Well you're two completely different and to, like you're on different paths, sure, you know. Yeah. But to use people as like a gauge of like, oh shit, like I feel like we're in the same boat of like what's sure. possible, you know. So but, it's like to uh, um, I all these people in my industry
0: do this and yeah. do this well, so maybe that works. Maybe yeah. I should try that. Whatever that. Have is. you had
2: any sort of like mentor anybody who you've looked up to, you that you've become friends with now out here that has kind of like given you a piece of advice? You've been on a show with, or, or had any sort of like enlightening moment like that? Of, of,
1: oh yeah, I watch what people do. I watch what certain comics do. Um, the thing I really liked when I watched Chris D'Elia is that he was having so much fun up there, mm-hmm. laughing, and it looked as if if the crowd wasn't laughing at all, he didn't give a fuck yeah. because he was having such a good time. Right. And I started, I started trying to get in that headspace of like, just go up there and have a good time. If I'm worried about somebody laughing at something. It, it's not going to happen. And I also watch Gerard Carmichael, and I watch him just be so comfortable. And he's a genius, and he kills. But sometimes he'll say a new joke, and it'll be silent. Yeah, and he's the silence. It's fascinating watching – here's the thing that I think is so fascinating about him is is public speaking is the number one fear in the world. Mm-hmm. And to see somebody go up and say a joke and no one laugh, which is most people's worst nightmare, right. and have him be totally unfazed by it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm, it's just look, I'm looking at him to see any – I'm like, there are no beads of sweat. Right. He just said something like, "If I told you a joke, we were by ourselves, and I told you a joke, and you didn't laugh at all. Mm-hmm. I'd be embarrassed. I'm like, oh my yeah. god, right? Right? Now imagine if there was you take your dick out just to compensate. I, I would have to take my <laughs> penis out Flop and it stuff around. it in his mouth and hope for any kind <laughs> of a reaction. Really? I'm already ashamed. I might as well, you know, have an orgasm. <laughs> I'm already embarrassed. Sure, right? Ugh. But uh, yeah, man. So I like to, I like to watch people that aren't just don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because being fearless
2: on stage is definitely an acquired skill. I mean, right? It just takes to get that comfortable where you uh, can completely just not give a fuck.
1: Yeah, like even I even saw you at the uh, the Wood, which is a really scary crowd for me. That's in San Diego. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Good. And Adam crushed, and it's like they're so drunk and rowdy, but you just like you did awesome. But I mean, they were hang- but it's like it's like. If somebody talks, a lion for sure. But that one guy was fucking. He said something to you, like "I'm a lesbian," or something. Right? Do you remember yeah. that guy he, in the yeah, something about being friends with lesbian. Yeah, something. He said something, and Adam. I mean, every like a lesser comic would have had the guy overtake him, but Adam just like kept making fun of him so bad. But you did it in a way where you weren't like. I used him to kind of like. It was fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You weren't trying to make him look stupid. Yeah, no, no, no. You weren't taking jabs at him where he was like "fuck you." But you definitely get your,
2: you know, and that's where how many? I mean, just you know, countless times of yeah. having to tame the beast as a crowd in general to where you're also like, you get your, uh, you get personally challenged where you're like, I can't. The audience <laughs> wants to feel like they can trust you're in control, and right. at the moment you're not, it's just. So I think countless times of not being in control and trying to figure it out to where like now where things like that happen where I'm just right. like, okay, now I, I know that I'm going to like come out on top here, I just right. have to like
1: you know, um figure
2: out how. But also that guy was so fucked up it was like Yeah, he okay, he was
1: an asshole. But you just kept like you kept calling back to it and it was so fucking hilarious. And it was just like it just made the show even better. Well I mean much like uh much
0: like sobriety, like comedy, you're never done you're never done you have you, ha- you have so much more to learn <coughs> you have so much more to do and you could always learn something new and learn a new skill and watch someone else and be
2: like oh my god how did how did he or she do that that's yeah. that's so cool and we should comment by the way that we've been drinking around you this entire time that that and too we are insensitive fucks <laughs> as much as we're sitting here being like <laughs> how do you do it it's so great that you're fighting it and i'm just fucking pouring glass of wine now, a beer but right that's now
1: that's not i thought that was apple juice <laughs>
2: It is and They smell the
1: glass <laughs> Brad is hammered Brad's is fucking crack For the oh, last Brad's, hour
2: Brad's two beer Brad I, I don't I don't know what He's talking about Brad's actually
1: fuck, Shooting heroin Into
2: his arm
0: Fuck fuck, <laughs> fuck you and
2: Your unicorn Brad is two beer Brad I don't know what crack Would actually do to that guy Oh my god I'm, I might grow <laughs> <laughs>
1: I remember Brad like a year and a half ago. <laughs> Do you remember that picture you had of you in Vegas at the ER? Did you eat a pot brownie? Yeah, you yeah, yeah, out? yeah, yeah. That was on my birthday. weren't you dehydrated? Yeah. Oh was, Jesus! Yeah. That's
2: when Instagram. I was like,
1: Brad's <laughs> dead. Yeah. I was so upset. I was so scared. Well, I was like, Brad!
2: No text from any family member or person he was with. I just see him. <laughs> so, him post. Him. Maybe somebody else posted it. Yeah. Well, of someone you, else posted it because I wasn't inca- of him. <laughs> I was fascinated. Imagine my brother in law posted it. Seeing Kevin. your friend on yeah. his account. Him passed out like like white in the face against the wall in vegas (laughs) and then i think he just said like on the way to the hospital and i'm like whoa man like no hashtag he's okay or something (laughs) like some sort of
0: like no uh yeah so so when i say in my special uh fuck you kevin uh yeah that's who that was so thanks kevin for scaring the crap out of people i care about uh yeah so that yeah that was fun
2: well uh (laughs) this has been uh one of the the most fun podcasts we've had in a while absolutely
1: we're we're recording Jesus Christ, I didn't even...
2: And start
1: being funny now. Take a to out. Take so, a out. Uh, so I said to the dog, oh, God. you can't sit on the rug for free. But that's how we end. That's how we end. I don't even know what I just said.
2: So. Subscribe on iTunes to this fucking podcast. Give them a five-star rating so this midget and this Jew can feel good about themselves for a couple minutes. Also... I'm Tony Danza. Thanks for listening to the About Last Night podcast. Good night. That's it, right? You got it? Sweet. Boy, it smells good in that booth, by the way. What kind of candle is that? Hanukkah Willow? (laughs) Nice. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. no need to wait for it anymore, because it's here, and it's funny, and I love you.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s.